Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news today. Founded by David Rockefeller, the Trilateral Commission has been an arm of the globalist deep state since 1973. Last week at their annual meeting, a speaker who cannot be identified according to commission rules said that we are now in a period of structural inflation that will last for decades. They said that the free market is over and industry now sets policy. And they said that this year, 2023, is year one of this new global order. Days later, the Federal Reserve Bank announces a July launch for their new FedNow service, which was first announced in October of 2021. The too-big-to-fail banks and all the large processors are already on board, and so is the U.S. Treasury. The first week of April, the Federal Reserve begins the FedNow pilot program for early adopters to become certified participants to help the Fed confirm readiness for their July launch. FedNow is an instant payment processing system that seeks to be the base of all digital transactions, acting as an umbrella company to manage all financial payments. This has been shown to be the gateway to a central bank digital currency, CBDC. FedNow is much like the Reserve Bank of India's instant payment system, the Unified Payments Interface, or UPI. UPI has had huge success in converting rural communities into a complete cashless society. According to the International Monetary Fund, UPI democratized the payment system and paved the way for central bank digital currencies. Central bank instant payment processing is also how the Central Bank of Nigeria introduced its CBDC, Enira, which has been, so far, violently rejected. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. And they're bringing it home to America, communist Chinese style. Zach, this is Crystal Palace. St. Norad has declared DEFCON 3. Scramble all alert aircraft. I repeat, scramble all alert aircraft. The Whopper spends all its time thinking about World War III. Target selection complete. Time on target sequence complete. 22 Typhoon class submarines departing Petropavlovsk, turning southbound at Nordcap, bearing 095 degrees. Radar reports two unknown tracks are penetrating the Alaskan air defense zone. From the front lines of the information war. Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. Are you prepared to destroy the enemy? You bet. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic. We'll keep control, but we'll keep it here at the top where it belongs. Three, two, one. Impact. Shall we play a game? How about... 
Network. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. All units confirm weapons targeted and ready, awaiting launch codes. We are in a launch mode. Do you really believe that the enemy would attack without provocation? If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. We're in. Russians are still denying everything, sir. We have a Soviet submarine launch detection. I wish I didn't know about any of this. I wish I was like everybody else. James Gunn, the only winning mood is not to play. It's Monday. That's Monday, March 20th, 2023. Big broadcast lined up for you today. Robert Barnes on in the second hour. We're going to open the phones up. We are on Trump indictment arrest watch. Stay with us. through the lies and disinformation. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the info war. Here we are Monday, March 20th, 2023. Your host Alex Jones will be here for the next four hours. And then the great Owen Troyer takes over 3 p.m. Central and infowars.com and stations across the country. All right, obviously we're on Trump indictment arrest watch with the kangaroo puppet George Soros's uh, DA there carrying out the operations in New York City. We have all of the accoutrement that goes with that. We have Xi Jinping arriving in Moscow to meet with Putin and the Arrest warrant obviously issued for Putin last Friday. Notice all this is happening at the same moment. UN arrest warrants for Putin. Arrest being prepared for Trump. Basically, it's anybody that opposes the globalists that run this country. I'm certainly not saying Xi Jinping's a good guy or Putin's perfect just because they're not part of this new world order. Xi Jinping has his new world order. Russia just wants to be left alone, but the United States is occupied and hijacked by some very, very serious criminals. So we're going to be laying it all out here today. Also, we're going to be looking at what's happening with the economy. We have different international bank monitoring groups and rating services like Moody's and others saying that over 200 banks are on the verge of insolvency. It's real bad Western Country central banks over the weekend organized to provide daily liquidity of dollars in the event of a worldwide bank collapse. We'll also be looking at more studies coming out that lockdowns massively increase illness and death, not just from the virus, but from suicide more and how they knew exactly what they were doing. Also have a big stack of articles of so-called intellectuals, thought leaders, philosophers of the left praising censorship and saying those we don't agree with don't deserve to be heard. You should not have opinions on Ukraine vaccines or climate change. That's leftist thinker, they call him, Sam Harris, the condescension, the arrogance, 
these self-appointed control freaks is flabbergasting. And that ties in with Yahoo News promoting, it's reasonable we should rewrite Shakespeare, Orwell, and everything else. It's not censorship. It's evolution. Yes, it's not rewriting literary history. It's not super scary. It's not a 10 on the Richter scale of tyranny. No, I mean, Ed Harris is a philosopher who comes off like someone with an 80 IQ, but we've got a Sam Harris, we've got to bow down to him. We've got to worship him. We're going to be going over all of that as well. Also, I've seen three reports in the last couple days of young people dying in Mexico unexplainedly, and then later it's linked to fentanyl, and our media says, don't go to Mexico, it's so dangerous. Well, in the last week, three people I know, two of them very well, or three groups I know, because in one group I'm good friends with the husband and the wife, I've known them for 27 years. I'm not going to say their names. They asked me not to this morning. But but three groups of people in the last week who lost family members to fentanyl, and at least in one case, their niece uh, was a medical student who didn't do drugs and went to a party and fell down dead, and they tested her blood. It was fentanyl. Somebody obviously slipped it in her drink, thinking it would make her, I guess, more pliable. And uh, she's dead. And I actually knew her, met her a couple times when she was a little girl. She was 24 years old and is dead. And so my point is, oh, three people died in Mexico in the last couple days of fentanyl. Okay. Well, I know three people who've died just in my circle of friends who've had family die from fentanyl in the last week. I mean, it is scary. They say it's killing 100,000 people a year, ladies and gentlemen. It's killing way more than that. I know so many people who have lost family members, including sons and daughters, to this. And now there's cases of 50, 60-year-olds in places like Dominican Republic, which has been a nice place to go previously. I've never been there, but I hear it's nice and expensive. But they get in the mini bar, and somebody sticks fentanyl in the whiskey, and they die. So this isn't something like you're a drug addict or you're a druggie. You go to a party, you take a hit off somebody's vape, they tell you it's THC or marijuana, you're dead, or a baby's crawling around. You hear about this all the time on the ground at the park or outside and gets some fentanyl on their finger and sticks it in their mouth and dies or almost dies. I mean, we see them every day. It's just to me, what are we going to do about this? I mean, it is just so crazy. And I have four children. And I'm very blessed that uh, the adult children don't even drink or smoke marijuana. And then the 15-year-old doesn't. Not into that. That's good. And then, of course, my five-and-a-half-year-old 
has not ever had a chance to experience that. That's good. But it just enrages me that you could have a child, or they can be 15, they can be 30, they can be 25, and they go to a party, and now it's happened to older folks, and somebody hands you a marijuana cigarette, and you take a puff off of it, and you're dead five minutes later. I mean, this is just crazy. Absolutely crazy. I have another friend who's in his early 70s, and he was just having four or five months ago his uh, pacemaker updated. They said to go in and fix something in it, but it's a minor surgery. It's seen as a minor heart surgery. No heart surgery is minor in my view, but it's seen as one of the safest procedures. And it almost killed him. And he went into a coma for a couple days because they decided to use the anesthesiologist, fentanyl, as the anesthesia. And it almost killed him. So this fentanyl, and you can look it up, the U.S. government created it, of course, back in the 70s. And now the communist Chinese and MS-13 and the rest of the criminal groups have figured out how to make it. And this is just the beginning of all these super synthetic drugs and stuff. I got to tell you this. I don't trust this criminal government to carry out the death penalty. I know they love to target innocent people. But at the same time, I really think they should expedite the execution of people selling fentanyl. You know, they don't have any fentanyl deaths in communist China because if they catch you with opiates, they execute your ass. And there's very few executions a year in China of drug dealers because people know you do it, you're dead. But this has gotten so out of control, now we have hundreds of thousands of people dying a year. And I want to ask the question, the numbers are going straight up, by the way. It's getting worse every few months. What about all the people that are innocent who didn't even know they were taking fentanyl? Because I want to warn young people out there. So I'm never a big drug guy, but in high school and college, I tried this, I tried that. I never stuck a needle in my arm, but I tried cocaine a couple of times, tried methamphetamine, you know, tried things that always did not like it. That's why I never did it again. But you can't experiment with anything. Not pills, not somebody tells you it's ecstasy, anything. Young people, don't do anything. You cannot take anything. We'll be right back. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. 
If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Welcome back to the Alex Jones Show. If you're a TV viewer, we have the uh, set lit up as Washington, D.C., what it would look like after a hydrogen bomb detonated over it. And that's really the future that I'm trying to avoid, and I think most of us here don't want to be in. I'm going to replace this background with the American flag and the better things this country stands for than fentanyl and drag queen pedophile time and the new world order. So next segment, we'll go with the American flag. I know I said go with this background because it is the destruction of our republic we're witnessing, but I'm going to put up a more hopeful image because things are so dark. Why? Why have things clash? So let's get into the Trump situation, and then I'm going to open the phones up in the next two segments I'm going to take six, seven calls. I want to hear from you ahead of Robert Barnes joining us on the impending Trump indictment. Now, they're saying that the George Soros DA may get cold feet because even the feds didn't charge Trump with this, and there's a statute of limitations of five years, and it's not a state felony, but they've made it a felony. And so how are they even doing that? No president's ever been charged, and the reason no former or current president's ever been charged is then any District attorney could remove a president anytime they wanted, basically. That's why presidents have veto power. It's why they have the power of the pardon, because you've got to have a separation of powers in the government. Doesn't mean a president's above the law, they can be impeached. But there's never been a charge where anyone was willing to go that far to do it because it's so dangerous. And I'll hand it to DeSantis that he came out to Trump's defense and said this is wrong in a constitutional crisis, even though Trump is his main political adversary. But DeSantis also understands the numbers. Trump, just since this started, has gone from a dead heat in polls with DeSantis to at least 15 points on average ahead of him, and it would be political suicide for DeSantis not to do this, because this is a question that's been fought for 240 years in the courts, And it's been a common-sense decision that you do not indict current or former presidents. It opens too big a can of worms and allows voters to have their will of who they're going to vote for blocked. 
And with Trump being the front runner in the presidential field and the Republican uh, nomination department, and in any real numbers you look at beating Democrats easily as well, except for election fraud, this will only supercharge him. So why do they do it? Because they can't help it and they're hysterical and they want total power. Why do you think Soros would get in over a thousand district attorneys in the country, get them into office with billions of dollars of money, and then have them release mass shooters? Right here where I live in Texas in the last year, two different mass shooters, one in Fort Worth and one in Austin, after they shot multiple people, were released within days from jail by Soros DAs because they were black. That's just cases where I live. It is crazy town, ladies and gentlemen. But at the same time, they let shooters and criminals and murderers and rapists out of jail. They want to prosecute Trump for a seven-year-old supposed crime that's not even been proven, but is alleged of paying off a high-end hooker. Not like she's 17 years old or 16. Boy, I'd be against Trump in two seconds right there. 30-something-year-old woman when this supposedly even went on. So it's just crazy. And Trump never claimed to be lily pure. Trump, basically, it's well-known as a womanizer. So who'd you think you were electing? At least he wasn't a hypocrite about it. So New York City braces for unrest after Trump calls for protest over possible arrest indictment. We've got all the clips. We'll play one here in a moment of Maxine Waters saying he's mobilizing his terrorists. He's mobilizing his terrorists for violence when she's the one that actually calls for violence. And listen, I don't think people should be intimidated because of January 6th to protest, but call for peaceful protest. Trump is in his right to say our country's collapsing. It's in deep trouble. They're destroying the nation at every level. They're destroying our currency, annihilating our borders, starting World War III. You know what he said, but then he says, take back our country, protest. Now, that's not a call for violence, but it can be interpreted as that. So when they have provocateurs try to stir people up, they can then demonize everybody else, including Trump. So the press release he put out Friday, you can tell he wrote it, had spelling errors in it, all the rest of it. It's kind of endearing, but not, not the smartest thing to do to give them any type of cover for what they did on January 6th, now that that's all coming out. I would have added the word peaceful protest. But you can't then not see conservatives or populists or Christians or nationalists protest, not just this, but all sorts of events, because of January 6th. We've seen a marked, massive decrease in protesting and demonstrations since January 6th by what you call the Tea Party populist, nationalist, because of that. And we can't let ourselves be intimidated just because we got tricked uh, into a few thousand people, not even that, maybe a couple hundred being violent, participating in the federal event, the provocateur event of January 6th. But let's continue with these headlines. New York City braces for unrest for Trump calls for protests or possible arrest indictment. The Hill reports, don't worry, we'll get Trump. There's all sorts of new indictments, both federal and state coming. This is just the beginning. That's their plan. Georgia, D.C., you name it. Breaking, is this all a scam? Now it looks like President Trump will be, will not be arrested Tuesday. Uh, now, uh, talking to mainstream news, sources in the DA's office are saying, well, they have more witnesses to call Monday, and so they're not sure now. Well, it would be a smart move 
for everybody for them not to do that. Unless they just want to supercharge Trump even more. Identity of Monday's surprise witness testifying for New York grand jury revealed President Trump says witnesses will supposedly present conclusive, irrefutable evidence clearing him. So now they suddenly want to hear Trump's witnesses because I think the same people in the federal government that killed a federal indictment of Trump understand that this isn't even good for the deep state, folks. And it's certainly not good for the general public. We need to stop the escalation of destabilization. It needs to stop. No president's been indicted in 240-something years for a reason. We need to follow the president. It needs to not happen. But if you want to see the world go crazy, like some of the Soros deep staters do, the same ones start World War III, by all means, let's continue down this insane path. I'm going to come back. Nancy Pelosi condemns Trump's reckless push for arrest protest and Maxine Waters and the rest of it. How dare them imply protests are somehow bad because they claim this is a legitimate indictment. Well, whether it's legitimate or illegitimate, it's obviously illegitimate. It's on the statute of limitations front. Then it's your right to protest. Even if you're wrong, you're allowed to protest. So the idea that, well, you're not in the right, so you don't get to protest. That's what Sam Harris actually says in a new video coming up. We'll talk about it all with Robert Barnes in about 30 minutes, but I want to give the number out and take your calls on the Trump indictment arrest watch. Numbers 877-789-2539-877-789-2539-877-789 Alex. All right, folks, it's Monday, March 20th, 2023. Big broadcast rolls forward. Stay with us. We now have three new game-changing products that are in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And one of our best-selling products sold out for over a year that's now back in stock. Our prebiotic does eat any introduction. Such amazing things for your gut flora, your overall health. What it does is essential. Go read about it at InfoWarsTour.com. And now, the fourth toothpaste designed by my dad. The last two were big hits. This one is really special. It's turmeric concentrate with a bunch of other essential oils and so much more to take your mouth's health to the next level. We also have high-quality ashwagandha root for your libido, your stamina, your testosterone with black pepper extract to accelerate it as a pill. And we have ashwagandha root gummies as well. Very strong, very powerful. Now in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there and experience these great products and others and fund the InfoWar. The only way we fail is not taking action. God bless you. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com and experience these powerful products for yourself. I've got some good. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Big Brother, mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the Infowars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. So here is the maniac who three years ago, in dozens of speeches on the House floor, on MSNBC, on CNN, uh, in the streets, called for people to go out and be violent and confront Republicans and get in their faces and praise the mostly peaceful protesters burning down 
Two and a half billion dollars of stuff, killing over 100 people, including seven police officers. I mean, Antifa members shot dozens of people in the back or in their cars. Over 100 deaths. And it would just be a blip on the radar screen. Two weeks ago, they attacked the new police training center in Atlanta, burning down part of the building and cars and bulldozers and firing improvised explosive devices at the police. Not even a blip on the radar screen. And now they're like, oh, he called for protest. It's the end of the world. Trump's going to, oh, he's mobilizing his terrorists. Listen, lady. If there had been a real insurrection on January 6th, you'd have known it, sweetheart. And if a million Trump supporters showed up in D.C., there wouldn't be a thing you could do. But we're not like you. We don't want a dictatorship. Not yours, not ours. We want our republic back. You wicked woman. Here she is. Oh, I I just wanted to, um, you know, have you to understand that perhaps he was trying to organize uh, the domestic terrorists uh, to to protest his arrest. Right. Yeah. And I think we have to be careful about mm -hmm. him making that announcement. He's doing it for a reason. Right. And we are being careful about reporting that aspect of his Truth Social post. But I want to be clear, um, the former president has not officially been indicted. Uh, We and as a result, we do not know what, if any, charges he could be indicted on until we hear from the Manhattan D.A. So did you hear the protesters are terror? So protesting is terror. Trey Gowdy, former federal prosecutor, says Manhattan's DA case against President Trump risked the demise of our country. Well, yeah, that's how republics end. Democrats accuse Trump of inciting violence as all part of his playbook. DA leading Trump case says rhetoric won't intimidate his office. Trump's call for protest gets muted reaction by supporters. Yeah, they think they're going to be set up like January 6th. Well, it's going to be a lot harder now. We thought Antifa might bomb us or attack us on January 6th, 2021. We were looking for that. And instead, they put provocateurs into our midst and got a tiny fraction of people to actually go into the Capitol. But that's all come out now. But people do need to protest. They need to demonstrate not just this, but open borders and fentanyl and World War III So don't let Maxine Waters say you're a terrorist if you protest, and don't listen to that intimidation. All right, let's open the phones up ahead of Robert Barnes joining us to cover this big subject with the Trump indictment, arrest watch, and more. But just on the statute of limitations and the fact they've had to change this from a misdemeanor in New York, DA says he can do that, he really can't, to a felony, that alone makes it a stunt. Even if he gets a... Controlled jury, even if they convict him, there's no appeals court in the country that's going to uphold something when the statute of limitations is absolutely clear. So again, why are they doing it? Because all these other DAs are scared to do it. They've all got their cooked up cases in D.C. and Georgia and a bunch of other places. So they want somebody to jump off the cliff first and maybe the DA starting the second guess himself a little bit here. Does he want to be the first idiot to jump? All right, let's talk to Brett in Maine. You're on the air, Brett. Hi, how you doing? Good, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to bring up, I mean, I, I myself have voted for Trump twice. 
Um, I used to live in California. I'm from Maine originally. And I've kind of seen the gamut of how it's been under Trump's presidency, especially wearing a Trump hat in California and things like that. But I, I also am kind of concerned with this DeSantis-Trump war that's kind of evolved in front of us. And I, from a very long time ago, have kind of had Roger Stone's position of Yale equals bad especially people who are openly part of the St. Elmo Society, like Ron DeSantis is. But at the same time, we can't be leveling the same criticism that we would against Trump in five, six months ago against DeSantis now and acting like it's something different. Like a lot of things Trump promised us that he would do, this whole like, you know, Caesar versus Augustus kind of thing. He wasn't Caesar. He had his chance. He, he didn't do anything with it. His administration, just in the people around him alone, Ron DeSantis is already doing so much better than him. He's populating people around him with people who we would generally agree with for the most part. So I don't know if we can really trust Trump, even if he's our guy and he's so wonderful and this indictment, you know, it passes over him and nothing happens and he gets back in office. Can we really trust him with all the power to really do anything? And I think like, I don't trust DeSantis at all. But at the same rate, I think he's trying to make a name for himself, and I trust him to do more things in office than I actually trust Trump to do. All right, interesting points. Appreciate your call. Let's go ahead and talk to Tom in Canada. You're on the air talking about the Trump indictment. Go ahead. Hey, Alex. This indictment is bad news for the United States, as you have mentioned. However, uh, Trump's coming up on his 80th birthday. The guy's getting pretty old. I think it's time for DeSantis to really make a run at the presidency. I'd like to see Trump be his VP. What's your take on that? You know, I don't think the two are going to work together. I've heard this talk that they're supposedly in some secret alliance. I don't buy it. I don't want to put all my hope into any one man. I think I put it into the people working, you know, through God's will to restore our republic and, you know, fix our planet. Uh, but I'm just asking the Democrats, what are you thinking? Because indicting Trump will ensure he gets the nomination. And so why are they doing it? Well, I don't think they're working with Trump. I, I've been around these people. I've dealt with them myself. They are completely crazed and hate Trump's guts. And so just like Hillary, it came out, told the networks, I want you to make Trump the front runner because she thought she could beat him easily. And he beat her. So Trump never ran for office, ran once and won. And I think the way things are going, we're going to end up with Trump as president again. My concerns are the way he energizes the left to commit even more crimes than usual just to, you know, to, to try to spite the country. So I think we're in for an incredible next few years, my friend. Thank you for the call. Brandon in Georgia, what's your view on the looming Trump indictment? Uh, yes, sir. Honored to talk to you. I'm a first-time caller. Um, I really haven't heard anybody make this point or argument, uh, this conundrum with the Secret Service and the U.S. Code to protect the uh, president at all times. If he gets arrested, how is that going to conflict with the protection side? Well, that's part of the discussion is you have federal laws that are very strong and very established on this. So they're talking about the Secret Service staying with him in his jail cell. And they're saying if he actually went to prison for it, they'd have to create a special wing or a special area uh, and that the Secret Service would guard him and live with him. 
Okay, yeah, that because that's one thing I was thinking about. They couldn't just throw him in, you know, general pop. Well, whether it was the Roman Empire or any other empire or Napoleon, they didn't throw Napoleon in jail. They locked him on an island with his own troops twice. Uh-huh. Once he escaped, and the other time they didn't give him 200 troops, gave him like five, so he couldn't escape. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, th- this is a precedent where elites don't like to lock up other elites and set the precedent where they can be locked up. That's why this is so dangerous. And I'm not even against elites yeah. being punished. But what I'm saying is once you let the genie out of the bottle, once Pandora's box is open, this always leads to a country collapsing. That's why all these other experts are saying that, because it, this is really bad. And it's another sign of how sick this country is. I totally agree. And that's the only point I wanted to bring up, sir. I appreciate your time. Appreciate you getting in on the show. Welcome as a first-time caller. Glad to have you. We're going to go to break. Come back with Jefferson, Angela, Baldy, Patrick, and others. Then Robert Barnes has got a lot to say on this subject and more in the second hour. We'll be right back. The fight against the new world order is now the top story in the world. The globalists are in deep trouble, but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down InfoWars and other truth tellers like James O'Keefe and Tucker Carlson and countless others. So please pray for us now more than ever. Spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsStore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste and so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the ashwagandha root pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfoWarsStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence and have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps it on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. More of your calls coming up here on The Alex Jones Show. But first, here's a couple minutes of what Governor DeSantis said about the looming indictment of former president, who really is the current president, Donald John Trump. Thoughts are on the rumored Trump indictment, and if you have any role in it, um, if charges are brought on him, would you have any role in extradition to New York? So I've seen rumors swirl. I have not seen any facts uh, yet, and so I don't know what's going to happen. But I do know this. The the Manhattan district attorney is a Soros-funded prosecutor. And so 
he, like other Soros-funded prosecutors, they weaponized their office to impose a political agenda on society at the expense of the rule of law and public safety. He has downgraded over 50% of the felonies to misdemeanors. He says he doesn't want to even have jail time for the vast, vast majority of crimes. And what we've seen in Manhattan is we've seen the, sky, the, the crime rate go up and we've seen citizens become less safe. And so you're talking about this situation with, and look, I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda and weaponizing the office. And um, I think that that's fundamentally wrong. I also think it's important to point out when you're talking about these Soros-funded prosecutors, yes, they may do a high-profile politicized prosecution, uh, and that's bad, but the real victims are ordinary New Yorkers, ordinary Americans in all these different jurisdictions, that they get victimized every day because of the reckless political agenda that these Soros DAs bring to their job. They ignore crime and they empower criminals, and that hurts people. It hurts a lot of people every single day. The Soros district attorneys are a menace to society, and I'm just glad that I'm the only governor in the country that's actually removed one from office during my tenure. Ab absolutely. I mean, we talk about Russians meddling in our election when they can't even know how to run their own country. I'm not putting them down. It's just true that Putin can't even administer half this country. It's so big. The Chinese have infiltrated us big time, Chinese communists, but... The left and these multinational think tanks and corporations like Soros' Open Society, they have really taken us over. And I have gotten to enjoy Soros-funded judges and people here in Austin with all the rigged stuff we've gone through. And I mean, these people literally hate the rule of law and due process, and they're tyrants. And on its face, what Soros has done is illegal. It's a multinational crime group that controls almost every major DA in the country. All right, let's go ahead and go back to the calls. Jefferson in Virginia, go ahead and thanks for calling. Hey, Alex, thanks for taking my call. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I'm fine that we're not supposed to indict former presidents when they haven't done anything wrong for any significant crime, but we sort of dropped the ball on Woodrow Wilson when he signed into the law the unconstitutional uh, Federal Banking Act to create the Federal Reserve. The Supreme Court should have stepped in on that. We should have like a national uh, grand jury that can make the Supreme Court uh, hold presidents accountable for doing things that are unconstitutional in office. No, no, President I agree. Johnson presidents should not be above the law. It's why we have impeachment. It's why we have Congress with the checks and balances of laws. And it's why we have the Supreme Court. I mean, I agree that we – I'm just saying you can't have an average DA indict a president. I mean, it, it's, it's just it – just, it creates a constitutional right. crisis. Right. Yeah, it should happen at a much higher level, and, and the people should be behind the indictment, not some DA. But uh, Lyndon Johnson certainly should have been indicted 
for JFK's assassination. There should have been a criminal investigation at the highest level. And that was a that. good DA, Jim Garrison, doing what he did. But he was never he was trying to indict the minions under it to then trigger a federal investigation. But but he he himself was not trying to indict LBJ. Right. He was he was going he was trying to work up the chain, so to speak. But uh, yeah, we need some some remedy to this. Uh, or we're 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 uh, we're behind the curve on this, really. No, but I Trump agree with you. Be- but what do you think the deep state's thinking uh, uh, to indict Trump? I mean, anybody knows that's going to supercharge him and get him even more support. Why are they doing that? I can't figure out the logic of why they're trying to push this forward. It doesn't make any sense to me. It, it only emboldens his base. I I just I don't get it myself. It's they're they're panicking. I guess I just don't think they're they're aware of what they're doing in, in terms of what their plan is in the long run. They're just sort of ad hoc doing this uh, flying by their seat of their pants. Just like the sense. war with Russia, eight months ago, Biden's like we can't send in Abrams tanks. That's World War Three. Then he does it. Exactly. They're out of control. It's so dangerous. I appreciate your call, Angela in Wisconsin. Thanks for calling. Good morning, Alex. Hi. I just wanted to, uh, I heard Harrison, the tail end of Harrison's show today, and he did point out something I didn't know, which is that DeSantis actually has the power to stop them from extraditing Trump from Florida for this indictment. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. but No, he Harrison does have the power to, to block the extradition. But I would and expect Trump, Trump, so I expect, go ahead, sorry. I'm sorry, that is so significant that I believe, you know, I, I actually emailed DeSantis and I pointed that out. And since I started that article about uh, Maxine Waters, I did a true social thing on there. And uh, I had heard or uh, seen a video on band video about uh, Soros, an interview on 60 Minutes with Mike Wallace. Now, I couldn't find it. I was strapped for time. Uh, My mind was, you know, this popped in my head. So I went to YouTube and I found the full interview. The one you have is a segment of it. So I listened to it and it is so revealing, Alex. The full one is even better of how um, Soros from age 14 he was trained by Nazis, and he is a self-professed, God-rejecting, and, and like, it's kind of cool, because he's real honest and open about who he is and what he is. I mean, and Mike Wallace is just interviewing him, saying, okay, so on one hand, it's okay for you to wield your power up with money to do what you think is good, but on the other hand, there's so much suffering and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, it's mind-blowing. And then then Soros goes on to say, well, if I don't do these evil things, somebody else will. So he goes, I don't mean to be evil, but it's just the way the market works, so I'm going to fill this place, and it was the best time of my life rounding up Jews. Yeah, actually, up until about a year ago, they would never allow it on YouTube, and no one could find the full Soros clip, and all we had was pieces. I noticed about a year ago, it it went back on YouTube, and, and the whole... 15-minute interviews there, and it's just mind-blowing. And In fact, I meant when I saw it last year to, to come and play the whole thing here on air. 
I never got around to it, but but you're absolutely right. Last time I checked that whole thing is there. I've never seen the whole thing. It's even worse than the two minutes we had. Thanks for the call. All right, Patrick, Baldy, and others will take your calls when Robert Barnes is on with us on the same subject. More calls. We'll go ahead and open the phones up for more callers on the Trump indictment, the constitutional crisis, 2024 elections, and all the things that are unfolding. 877-789-2539, 877-789-2539. I wasn't going to take too many calls, but now that I think about it, I, don't, I think Barnes will like to take some calls on this subject. Uh, so 877-789-2539. Please remember, we're not funded by George Soros and the Globalists. We're funded by you. And when you make the decision to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get great life-empowering products, it also funds this operation, which changes the world. So it is a default position for me in my mind that you would want to get these great products and you'd want to keep us on the air. So please take action. I want to thank those of you that have. I want to encourage those of you that have never gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there. And maybe you don't want Turmeric 95, the strongest curcuminoid uh, product out there. Uh, maybe you don't want our super high-end CBD oil that's great for your neurological system, nervous system, bones, joints, uh, arthritis, and more at more than 50% off what it's sold in stores. It's been third-party tested. It's the highest grade. Maybe you don't want our ultimate bone broth. Maybe you don't want our great prebiotic. Maybe you don't want Vaso Beats and our highest quality physical magnesium power that's so good for your uh, sleep and your just overall health and, and, and your muscles. But maybe you just want to make a straight donation. Says so donate up at the top, $5, $10, $100, you can do a recurring do- donation every month or every two months in your profile, cancel any time. Anytime you set up for auto ship for a product you like to be mailed to you at a later date, you get 10% off on that as well. A lot of great products, InfoWarsStore.com. We'll be right back with our number two, InfoWarsStore.com. Thank you all for your support. I've got a little report I'm going to play when we come back dealing with critical race theory. We now have three new game-changing products that are in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And one of our best-selling products sold out for over a year that's now back in stock. Our prebiotic does eat any introduction. does such amazing things for your gut flora, your overall health. What it does is essential. Go read about it at InfoWarsStore.com. And now, the fourth toothpaste designed with my dad, the last two were big hits. This one is really special. It's turmeric concentrate with a bunch of other essential oils and so much more to take your mouth's health to the next level. We also have high-quality ashwagandha root for your libido, your stamina, your testosterone with black pepper extract to accelerate it as a pill. And we have ashwagandha root gummies as well. Very strong, very powerful. Now in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there and experience these great products and others and fund the InfoWar. The only way we fail is not taking action. God bless you. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com and experience these powerful products for yourself. All of them are funding critical race theory, not just here, but around the Western world, that whites are inherently bad people. Then they bring in giant third world populations and brainwash them that white people are inherently bad. That's replacement migration. That's an official UN plan going back 15 years that you now seeing being implemented. But the ADL and others say, arrest anybody that talks about it, it doesn't exist. Well, yes, it does exist. And here's just a few examples in their own words. 
Officials believe the gunman accused of the mass shooting in Buffalo was inspired by the, the white replacement conspiracy theory. Now, this is a baseless belief that white people are being slowly but intentionally replaced by minorities and immigrants. The concept was once a fringe theory, but now it's embraced by many Republican lawmakers and Fox hosts. There's no economic justification whatsoever for these levels of immigration. And of course, immigration destabilizes your society. It makes it far less cohesive. That's always true. It doesn't matter where they're coming from. If you have a ton of new people, you're less cohesive. So why are they coming? Well, there's only one reason. Because the Democratic Party wants new voters. Period. What was once a fringe white supremacist conspiracy theory has now become mainstream. The theory has been amplified by voices on Fox News. I mean, everyone wants to make a racial issue out of it. Ooh, the, you know, white replacement theory. No, no, no. This is a voting rights question. I have less political power because they're importing a brand new electorate. Why should I sit back and take that? The racist anti-immigrant theory that says non-white immigrants are being brought to replace America's white population. That's not a racist conspiracy. It's a racist. Con- no, it's not. It's true. And we know that it's true, not because we heard on Alex Jones, but because leading Democrats have said so repeatedly in public for years. It seems harder and harder to ignore that the echoes of replacement theory and other racially motivated views are increasingly coming out into the open. In a few years, we're going to be a majority brown country. White people will not be the majority in the country anymore. This will be the first generation ever in American history uh, in which whites will be a minority of the generation at some point. As of 2007, every year, babies being born in this country, whites now are the minority. In 2044? Uh, everyone is going to be a minority. As the demographics change, as white people become the minority in the country, which is coming. Demographics is destiny. Demographics is destiny. Demographics is destiny, right? The country is changing. I've been saying it here. Other people have been saying it here for years now, even before Donald Trump. The demographics is destiny. The white population is declining for the first time in history in America, while the number of multiracial Americans have more than doubled. So we live in a country where the demographics are changing. It's becoming less white. Correct. Okay. Whites will will not be the majority. I mean, that's, it's an exciting transformation of the country. It's an exciting evolution uh, and, you know, progress of our country in many different ways. The white population is declining. It, It was always on the upswing. So that speaks to the beautiful diversity of America. It speaks to, um, uh, how the, that population, will, the demographics, will weigh in politically. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers, and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. Fewer than 50% of the people in America from then and on will be white European stock. They say out loud, we are doing this because it helps us to win elections. That's not something they said once. It's something they've gloated about 
again and again and again. In a couple of presidential cycles, you'll be on election night. You'll be announcing that we're calling the 38 electoral votes of Texas for the Democratic nominee for president. It's changing. It's going to become a purple state and then a blue state because of the demographics. Demographics is destiny. Call out Tucker Carlson. Call out the politicians and make this, make them own it. This is a Republican platform. It's the racist Republican replacement theory. So you play clips of them saying it and you're the deranged conspiracy nut. The answer to 1984 is 1776. Live from Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. Well-known constitutional lawyer and, of course, Republican brain insider, you can call him, Robert Barnes, joins us for the balance of the hour. We'll also take some calls with the loaded phone lines on the one subject of the looming Trump indictment. Is it really going to happen? Is it going to be over Stormy Daniels? Why are the Democrats at a state level doing this when the feds declined not to do it? The issue of the statute of limitations, uh, just all of it is so important. Trey Gowdy says the Manhattan DA case against Trump risks the demise of our country. And I agree, but we're going to explain with an expert on the history of this legally, Robert Barnes joining us. Robert, great to have you on with us. I've been watching a lot of your work since you were on a few weeks ago. You've been killing it, and so congratulations. You've always been successful for many years, but you've really been nailing it. I see you everywhere with uh, massive following increasing, and which is a good thing. We need more smart people to be more prominent. Uh, so it's great to have you here with us. Uh, let's let's tackle into this. Then obviously it ties into Ukraine. It ties into the banks. It ties into Sam Harris and the Democrats saying, yeah, we're for censorship. Big deal. Get used to it. You don't deserve to have a voice. And, and the incredible hearings of the last few weeks in, in Congress with the admitted weaponization and surveillance and censorship. And for me, it's not a First Amendment issue. That's a side issue. It's an important issue. The organized nature of intelligence agencies with government, with think tanks, with big tech, with dinosaur media working uh, to, to surveil, censor, and then deplatform and debank people. To me, that's racketeering, but you've got the legal brain. I want to get your a finer point on that. So, Robert, great to have you with us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the uh, bottom line is the deep state isn't going to uh, indict Trump in order to get DeSantis to challenge Trump. That That's the story that's not being fully told or has been fully vetted yet, but will start to come out over. And DeSantis' statement today is revelatory of that. The fact he's not going to use his Florida governor's powers to even protest or contest such an indictment and arrest is going to pretend that it's inconsequential, that it's a sideshow, that it's a circus. Uh, is a all of this was intended to take out Soros leaked this by the way a couple of months ago. The goal was to take out both DeSantis and Trump by getting DeSant tricking DeSantis into challenging Trump. But the pitch that was made to DeSantis that got him to reverse. He was going to be on the ticket just in the summer of 2022 that got him to reverse was, hey, Trump's going to be taken out by criminal indictments. That's going to pave a path for you to run. Don't align with Trump because that's a dead path. Challenge Trump because Trump's going to be DOA. We're going to guarantee it because he's going to get indicted. And they launched four different criminal investigations against him. They did Mar-a-Lago classified documents, Georgia election issues, January 6th, and, and New York. And New York was dead because career prosecutors looked at the case in New York and said there's no case here. 
And so they said, don't worry, we got Mar-a-Lago, we got January 6th, we got Georgia. But then, of course, Mar-a-Lago blew up on them by the public backlash. Not only that, Mar-a-Lago blew up on them again when White Hats in the FBI disclosed how Biden had even more classified documents by any estimation. Biden is the only one to commit a real crime in this context. So that made that case die on the vine. Nobody, they couldn't get anybody to flip in either Georgia or the D.C. cases to give a credible case against Trump. And the grand jury person is a complete nut job who went on CNN and even uh, no less than Anderson Cooper admitted she was a nut job. So that killed those cases. So they went back to the Soros elected DA out of New York and said, buddy, you got to revive that dead case. So he removed the career prosecutors from the case, put on these heavily political prosecutors on the case. I know some of the career prosecutors who said no to the case. And they, they, they said there's no basis for it. It's outside the statute of limitations. It's a made up manufactured criminal allegation. Uh, but they, they have to go forward with it because it's the only way they can trick DeSantis into making political suicide by challenging Trump. Because they think the only way to take out Trump is to get DeSantis to weaken him so much in the primaries that even if Trump wins in the primaries, he's beaten up and vulnerable by the time of the general election. And they want to take out DeSantis at the same time. This was how they tricked and deceived DeSantis, because after DeSantis went rogue uh, in, uh, on the pandemic uh, in terms of deep state priorities, they decided they could no longer trust him. And even though he'd been a deep state recruited candidate, going back to Guantanamo and Harvard and Yale and prep school and the fraternities tied to Skull and Bones, he proved that his working class roots and his political uh, pragmatism could go populist at key junctures. So they no longer trusted him. So they thought this is genius. At a minimum, we get to take out DeSantis. Maybe we take out DeSantis and Trump. But the linchpin to all of it is a bogus criminal indictment. And all they have left is the Stormy Daniels case. But as uh, Clinton, uh, we went, you know, we lived through it when a desperate political prosecutor resorts to just charging sex crimes. People tend to rally to the victim of that accusation uh, rather than rally to the prosecutor's side, as Bill Clinton proved in 1998. The, by reducing Bill Clinton's crimes to just a sex crime, he actually rebounded in political popularity. Democrats did great in the 98 midterm elections, to everybody's shock and surprise. And so I think the empire is going to strike back tomorrow with an indictment on Donald Trump. But it will be the beginning of the return of the Jedi and the resurrection of Trump's career. And maybe DeSantis will get wise and realize he needs to not take the bait and challenge Trump in the first place because he would only be doing the deep state's bidding. And the numbers show that, that this is going to supercharge Trump. But it again shows the clear desperation of these people. And every criminal case they've tried to launch against Trump, right at the magic moment, then FBI whistleblowers release info uh, basically showing it's a fraud or, or showing things Democrats have done a thousand times worse. But look, Bill Clinton was not really popular. A lot of people, he was a bad guy, uh, but they still went after him on sex crimes because they didn't want to go after him on other issues because Republicans were involved in a lot of the same issues. But with Trump, this is a grown woman. There's not allegations that he was beating him or attacking him or raping him like Bill Clinton likes to do. But what about the statute of limitations? If this happened seven years ago, and uh, right when the statutes were almost up two years ago, the last group, as you pointed out, New York declined, the feds declined, then how are they doing this outside the statute of limitations? Uh, they're just gambling that when the grand jury will indict a ham sandwich, particularly in Manhattan, so they know they won't pay attention and put a block and stop to the case. 
uh, they're gambling that a New York state court judge, and there's reasons to think they're right, uh, will play ball with the prosecution. And so the, the theory they're going to use is the idea that Trump was both unavailable to be indicted and outside the state, and they need to prove both. They need to prove they couldn't find him for purposes of indictment and that he was unavailable. There are some bad cases out there in New York case law that can could allow this, but it's not what the law is supposed to be. So what they're really gambling on is that they'll get a political enough judge that will let uh, uh, Trump uh, not get to dismiss the indictment, drag out the case. And again, I think their real goal isn't even to get a conviction in this case. Their real goal is to trick DeSantis into challenging Trump, thinking that the New York indictment will be enough to derail Trump. And isn't it also meant to have the first guy jump off the bridge, the first lemming? the Soros DA, to encourage other investigations that have stalled because they're not a case to go ahead and file their indictments and try to swarm Trump? Oh, yeah, no doubt about this. I mean, I mean they, they're, going, they, they're desperate to take out Trump, but the primary strategy they have is to get DeSantis to challenge him. The backup strategy is to just weaponize the legal system everywhere. I mean, they did, they did this to him his whole term. I mean, he was subject to uh, several bogus criminal investigations. Remember, anytime he, like, some people were being critical of him related to Ukraine. Well, anytime he tried to put a halt to aid to Ukraine or sending money to Ukraine or sending arms to Ukraine, they impeached him. I mean, so, I mean, that was what the first impeachment was all about. They, they so neutered him. The, they neutered him. Completely. And even before that, they were scared of him reaching a rapprochement with Putin and Russia that would uh, create an allied relationship with Russia to uh, separate them from China. And we just saw this past week how Biden's strategy has backfired as Xi is hanging out in Moscow with Putin. And how did they do it? A bogus criminal investigation. Well, Robert, let's talk about that when we come back. But but, uh, but I want to finish up on the indictment situation. You you do think, indeed, they're going to go ahead, despite these new witnesses today, and they're going to go ahead and indict Trump tomorrow. Yes. I mean, they're already putting out the steel barriers outside the Manhattan courthouse. And they only do that when a high-profile person is going to come in. I've been there like three different times where that's occurred. So when you see those barriers going up, it means they believe that tomorrow he's going to be indicted. All right, another question. Could it just be the Stormy Daniels, or could there be surprise indictments? Syndicated talk show host, lawyer, Good friend of mine, Robert Barnes, with us straight ahead. Infowars.com. Tomorrow's news today. Your calls and more coming up. Stay with us. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MechTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. 
And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds, both the regular shows and special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Twelve twenty Central Time, broadcasting live from deep in the heart of Texas, worldwide. I'm your host, Alex Jones. Robert Barnes is our guest. Barnes finishing up. I, you know, I had that question before we went to break. I mean, I raised several big questions there, but why doesn't the deep state understand what even the ancients knew that they're making martyrs out of people doing this, and but they just can't help themselves? Why are they moving to indict Trump tomorrow? Uh, it's the primary objective is they figure they'll at least take out DeSantis because this is what was promised to DeSantis in order to induce DeSantis to run. And they figure out they figure they'll get at least that benefit, even if it doesn't damage Trump. Secondly, they're delusional, too, though. They, that can't be underestimated in the same way that they believe constantly coming after you and coming after Infowars will get the audience to go away, will get you to forfeit and give up and go sit in a ranch someplace and be quiet and not talk anymore. And and it doesn't happen. Instead, the audience gets bigger. The audience grows stronger. The audience continues to go to Infowarsstore.com and buy products that make the pro- the network stronger, that make the information stronger and make themselves personally healthier uh they can't they can't stop it they can't stop the message they can't stop the messenger they can't stop the audience and they should know that in fact it tends to backfire but it's because they know that they tend to confession through projection just as they confess their own crimes like you go through all the things they accuse trump of biden is pretty much guilty of all the way through you know family criminality corruption foreign overseas corruption connected to ukraine world war three all those things biden is oh yeah they're claiming trump has Uh, secret bank accounts and now they've got all his numbers he doesn't the new york times basically said i have secret bank accounts in the caymans totally made up 100 percent not true but they don't care oh completely and so the and the i think the that's the other aspect they confess their own fears through projection so they think that if they were in Trump's shoes and somebody came after them criminally, they would shut up, go silent, go mute, go quiet, play ball, do what the system tells them to do. And so they assume Trump would do the same. And they don't understand Trump will never do that. Trump's reaction to people coming after him is to fight back twice as hard. Trump's reaction to the Empire Strikes Back is going to be Return of the Jedi. We've seen this script before, and that's who Trump is. They've never understood this because they can't understand Trump because they themselves are cowards and criminals. And so they assume everybody else is a coward and a criminal, and they act accordingly. And when they discover otherwise, they don't know what to do, and that's why they're getting burned. I totally agree with you. How how would you, before we get into the geopolitical issues, the banking issues, and take calls, describe the state of the left and the globalists worldwide. I mean, they have world government summits, and Elon Musk rebukes them to their face. 
International polls show globalists are the most unpopular group. People now know they're the people in charge ruining our lives, uh, but they just keep doubling down. How would you describe this moment in history right now? You have a corrupt, it's like co combine the worst of the British Empire at the beginning of the, 19th, beginning of the 20th century with the worst of the Roman Empire towards the end of and its collapse. And that's what you have in the bureaucracies in Brussels and Europe and the globalists and all of their minions in positions of power throughout the West. You have corrupt, incompetent cowards in key positions of political power. You have the millies of the world as the military officials of the United States, people reading about wokeness and whose famous meme is him dressed up looking like a woman. So, I mean, that's that's what you, ha you have. It, it's a very dangerous time because, as we know from history, that's what led to World War I and the complete collapse of four great civilizations, the Russian Empire, the Turkish Empire, the Austro-Hungarian Empire, and, to a and the German Empire, and to a large degree, even the British I Empire. I was about to really say, the that. British won World War I, which they started, and, and, but it was a Pyrrhic victory. It later brought their empire down. Completely. And, and that's what you're seeing the same thing is. I mean, take the European Union. The European Union has gone from 30% of the world's GDP when it was just the Europe's much smaller version of the European Community Organization. Now it's almost less than 10% of GDP, world GDP, as it's much bigger and broader. Why? Because these bureaucrats are corrupt cowards. And, and, the, and they're incompetent. They're incapable. Even Kissinger has been warning about this in places like Ukraine and other places where he said we should be getting out rather than getting deeper in. And that's where we see See, you know, we see Xi going to Putin, uh, and what it's shown is they had the same estimation of Putin. They thought Putin would be intimidated, that Putin would be threatened, that Putin was kind of a coward, and he would capitulate if they escalated economic sanctions. Now, have issued a bogus international uh, criminal court warrant against for his arrest. I mean, this is at the same time they're going after Trump, but Putin doesn't respond that way. It's like whatever people think of Putin, he's not a coward. Uh, so the the idea that he would react this way is dumb. And so this is bad politics. This is dumb politics. And what we're seeing is a dangerous politics, because when you're overt, open political weaponization of the legal system, like they did in trying to go after you in ways that expose the legal system, not you. Now they're doing with Trump, which is exposing the criminal justice system, not Trump. Everybody knows this is a political prosecution. There's nobody who thinks this is a sincere, justified case. Obama committed massive campaign finance violations, paid, ma paid major fines. Nobody talked about putting him in prison. Hillary Clinton committed massive violations, including the Russiagate steel dossier, was a massive money laundering criminal conspiracy involving Mark Ellis and Perkins Co., the big Democratic law firms at the time. And yet, did she go to jail? No, she just paid a, a few fines to the FEC. Well, let's expand on that. Let's expand on that and, and, and tie into what you just said. Take SVB. Now the New York Times and Washington Post are blaming right-wing groups who did not support the bank's transgenderism and critical race theory and 74 million of Black Lives Matter. They're now claiming that's why it went under, though regulators are even having to admit now they weren't even keeping ballot sheets. They were running it like drunken sailors, which goes back to the incompetence. They literally use wokeism as the cover for everything they do for their incompetence, but it's them destroying themselves. Absolutely. I mean, you're seeing in Hollywood, you know, the reason why you have such bad writing is because they use wokeism to disguise the fact that they're just bad writers. They're bad storytellers. And the bigger story with the banks that we can probably get into in a little bit more detail. But what may be happening behind the scenes is a combination of an attempt to take out the alternative crypto economy from central bank digital controlled central bank digital currency where they want to go. And part of the predicate to the success of a central bank digital currency is 
uh, taking out the crypto alternatives to it. That Which that was SVB and was Signature. So the deep state takes out their own banks to stop crypto and then blames us. Exactly. And I think the second stage is they want to consolidate banking power. You know, banks, we went from, I mean, we'll remember growing up, there were, you know, 5,000 plus banks in the United States. There are all kinds of institutions. Well, now there's like 1,500. And they want to shrink that even more. What they want to do is do the JP Morgan, because the whole key to the financial liquidity crisis, even what happened with Sig- Signature Bank, Sig- Silicon Valley Bank, these other banks, what they is because big banks wouldn't lend to them, even though they could. The big banks could have easily taken care of it, flipped the, their treasuries around for some cash for liquidity. They wouldn't. Instead, they're having to go to the, these small regional banks are having to go to the Federal Reserve window. And so the reason that all of this is maybe happening is big banks are trying to take over all of the financial economy in order to set up the stage for central bank digital currency. And they're using the liquidity problems and the incompetency of some of these banks as the pretext to take over and crush small regional banks all across the United States to where we're stuck with only four or five big banks for any of them. And they're doing it. These are the big banks. They're doing it to prop themselves up. I said that Friday when it started a week and a half ago. And I got criticism. Now Janet Yellen, last Friday, says no, it's true to Congress. So it's all very transparent. How do you see this going when we come back? More on Ukraine, more on the banks, more on the weaponization uh, hearings uh, of the uh, deep state against the American people and calls with Robert Barnes. I'm Alex Jones, Video. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic, it's Alex Jones. All right, Robert Barnes is going to be co-hosting with me into the next hour. We'll start taking your phone calls next segment. We're going to cover... Elon Musk and big developments there, the economy, the weaponization, hearings that were so bombshell the last few weeks, incredible. Corporate media didn't cover it, but the internet was on fire with it, uh, hundreds of millions of views of those hearings, and so much more. But Barnes, this philosophy of the globalist and the left to cut off their nose despite their face, I know where it comes from at the top. When they control the central banks and can issue quadrillions in currency to themselves, they have a reckless attitude because they see themselves destroying economies consolidating power, they vertically integrate. But at a certain point, they destroy the economy so much uh, that there's real no assets for them to own. And if the public's aware that it's global, it's doing it all, 
then their own supporters start to realize that it's a suicide pact. People ask why the left in Europe or the U.S. in any city they control run into the ground with the exact same policies. Well, they're auditioning to be a higher-level Davos group person to show they're ready to destroy civilization and build a post-industrial world, which is what the globalists do. They're so rich, they think they'll be on their high-tech reservations above all the destruction they've created for us. They'll be in their District 12 uh, while we're all off here in the Hunger Games hinterland, but that's not the way history works. It's always a two-way street, no matter how rigged it is. And I see so many examples of that in my own life, but I see it in their persecution of others that, that it, it really, at the end of the day, it's only making us stronger. As Nietzsche said, that which does not kill me only makes me stronger as long as we aren't convinced by their wizardry to give up ourselves. Well, exactly. We can look at either history or look at literature. You look at history, you look at the you look at what's happening right now in France, mass protest. Macron is probably on his way out because he tried to do pension reform and he did pension reform in a way that uh, circumvented the entire French parliament. Why? Because Macron's probably auditioning for some globalist uh, perk job that doesn't require him to answer to any of the plebs or the people. But what it's producing is a massive backlash in France that might finally align the populist left and populist right that has been so long divided in France that has allowed the establishment to maintain power. We're, you know, we already saw populist rebellions take place in Italy. Populist success continue unabated in Hungary and in Serbia. We're seeing populist rebellions likely going to take out the Schultz regime, just as ultimately it took out uh, the Tories in terms of Boris Johnson because of his Ukraine uh, affectations and his pretend Churchill approach. What we see is a common constant approach of elites at the end of a dying empire, so parochial, so provincial, so parasitic, that they see their own power often at their own expense and definitely at the expense of the constituents and communities they're supposed to serve. To use as just one practical illustration, take what is happening in the Sandy Hook cases. Here, your ethical professional obligation as a lawyer is to maximize the economic benefit to your client. Or, to, or whatever your client prioritizes as their interest. Here in the bankruptcy proceedings, the Sandy Hook plant parents are being afforded an opportunity for, a, in my view, an extraordinary windfall. And yet it's their own lawyers interfering in that process. It's their own lawyers preventing them from recovery because their own lawyers care more about censoring and silencing InfoWars and Alex Jones than they do performing their ethical professional duties to their own clients to maximize potential recovery for those clients. They're the ones sandbagging and sabotaging potential settlements out of the bankruptcy court from what is now public news and public information based on the statements they made after the Connecticut trial, based on the statements they made during the Texas trial, which they said was about shutting up and silencing InfoWars and Alex Jones, not about economic recovery, which is their duty and obligation to the court and their clients and what they said was uh, supposed to be the case of the whole legal proceedings, they're committing legal malpractice. The Sandy Hook lawyers are setting themselves up to get sued by their own clients. The Sandy Hook parents' ultimate biggest recovery may come from the Sandy Hook plaintiff's lawyers who are sabotaging their own opportunities at settlement. Extraordinary. But why does that happen? Why do you have lawyers betray their own clients? Why do you have elite governors and presidents and premiers and prime ministers betray their own communities and constituencies? Because they become obsessed with their own power, even at the ultimate expense of their long term power. I mean, look at what I mean, we blow up Nord Stream 2. That didn't really hurt Russia. Who did it hurt? It hurt the United States and it hurt Germany. And the Germany just goes along with it and pretends it didn't happen. 
the the same just as throughout Europe they said we're gonna not let you Russians give us your natural oil and natural gas. Okay, your economy's gonna shrink and you're gonna Okay, be we'll just irrelevant. sell it all to India that's now booming. Exactly. We'll cut a sweetheart deal with China so that G is happy. I mean, the China and Russia have been adversaries for centuries, literally centuries. And now you have Xi and Putin smiling and hugging for the cameras. This is exactly what Trump set out to prevent was he not only wanted to ally with Putin on issues of common cause. General Flynn had the master plan to cut off China with Obama, and Obama didn't follow the plan. Trump was about to, to play it, and of course, now it's all been screwed up. Just one more thing on the on 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 my own personal issue. In, in case, remember they asked for two point seven trillion. I, I I didn't have three million dollars in the bank then. I don't have a half a million dollars in the bank now. But the show's bigger, and more successful than ever. I never did this for money. I put ninety five percent of the money over the years into the operation. Had a little bit of backup money. But they just keep pretending like that New York Times article I read it. Nothing in it was true. We didn't offer them forty four million. Totally made up. I don't have two hundred seventy million. Totally made up. And they just put things in the paper that none of it's even true. And then the Connecticut lawyers get mad. I, I saw her in the news saying, "Oh, we're never going to settle, and we're going to get the one point five billion. It doesn't exist." I mean, it's 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 it, so I don't. None of it even makes sense. It's like crazy. Well, I think that it's the lawyers lying to their own clients with the help of the New York Times, because I think if you're if you're one of these uh, plaintiffs and you have the chance for a windfall recovery, what I would call windfall recovery, seven figures, you know, even if it's just a million, two million, whatever it is uh, on the on the lower end of the scale. But you have a real chance of real money that that for almost all people really matters. So if but if you're the lawyers and you're the New York Times and what you're really doing is conspiring to silence Alex Jones and InfoWars, then you and and that's how you're using this case for that purpose, not actually the case of recovery for these plaintiffs. And you use these plaintiffs merely as a tool, as a technique, as a tactic to try to achieve this political objective, this ethically impermissible objective, this professional malpractice objective. How do you convince the Sandy Hook plaintiffs? to stay silent while they lose their chance at economic recovery. You convince them there's secretly hundreds of millions of dollars out there. And if we just wait, if we just take time, if we just keep marching and trying to completely destroy InfoWars, magically that will lead to gold at the end of the rainbow, and you'll actually make a lot more money. They are lying to their clients, and they're misleading their clients. So their clients, knowing that there's a real risk that their clients never get paid a penny. If they achieve what they're really out for, which is completely shutting down InfoWars, their clients never get paid. And that's what they have to hide from their clients. Because if they keep, if they're honest with their clients, their clients are going to stop them from doing this. Their clients are going to sue them. It's clear to me they're committing legal malpractice. It's clear the New York Times is in collusion with these plaintiffs, with these corrupt rogue plaintiffs' lawyers. I, I have no doubt that that is what is in fact taking place. And the people being screwed over are the people that they claimed were their victims that they were championing, the Sandy Hook parents themselves. Well, we now know in hindsight that I was not removed off anything for Sandy Hook coverage. It wasn't even the news. It was something I covered years before they sued me, barely covered it. A PR firm took it, blew it up, made it a huge national issue, basically then exaggerated what I said and did, to then get the parents basically harassed, make them mad, then they sue me, and then they have judges find us in default because there was no evidence, and the judges then tell the juries I'm guilty. 
to then set this precedent to take not just myself off the air, but Tucker Carlson and everybody else. They're now in the news article saying our goal was to take him off the air and then all other conservatives using this new system of lawfare. They're admitting it in the newspaper that this was their goal. So I'm actually honored that there was this big of a deep state uh, system that set all this up and did all this. But then I realized it wasn't just for Alex Jones. I was the first domino. Oh, yeah, you were the template, just like you were the template for social media censorship. You're the template for lawfare, and Donald Trump is the template. If they can come after the president of the United States, the future president of the United States, the leading presidential contestant to the existing president of the United States, then they can destroy any of us. That's what their goal is, to prove to the world that not only that they take out Trump, take out DeSantis in one clean sweep, but if they can take Trump out, they can take you out anytime they want, anywhere they want. That's why defending Trump is critical for all of our That's right. This is the modern form of political assassination. It's through the legal system. We'll be right back. The fight against the New World Order is now the top story in the world. The globalists are in deep trouble, but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down InfoWars and other truth tellers like James O'Keefe and Tucker Carlson and countless others. So please pray for us now more than ever. Spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsStore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals, turmeric toothpaste, and so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the ashwagandha root pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfoWarsStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is a historic book that documents the globalists in their own words plan for our future. That is a hellish future. Now, you'll be always, while they still allow books, I guess, they're starting to ban them, be able to get an unsigned copy of The Great Reset and the War for the World at bookstores, Amazon, or InfoWarsStore.com. But you will never be able to get another signed copy of the book after the signed copies we got run out. And there's about a thousand left of them right now. So get your copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World, a signed copy at InfoWarsStore.com. And there is a markup there because this is a fundraiser to keep us on the air. So you won't just have this historic memento and this powerful book. You'll also know that you help keep InfoWars on the air. I'm going to thank those of you that have gotten signed copies of the book or unsigned copies. But I want to encourage all of you who haven't yet to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get a signed copy and buy a couple of unsigned copies and donate them to the library or give them to the local school. This is an InfoWar. I'm counting on you, and thank you for your support. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Callers, we're going to be going to you this segment into the next hour. Robert Barnes riding shotgun with us. I'm Alex Jones, your host. One thing the New York Times uh, got wrong, um, amongst almost everything else they got wrong, and their big hit piece has been put all over every newspaper I've seen, and it's, it's everywhere, including in the local statesman, is that we're booming here and that we've just rivers of money and rivers of gold and rivers of diamonds. None of that's true. 
Uh, it's kind of apropos that InfoWars is barely paying the bills, so they're wanting all this money that doesn't exist. But we don't want to be too good at that and have zero money. Uh, in fact, I'd like to have plenty of money to fight the appeals and move forward. There's been big rulings in Texas and federally, uh, and, and almost every mainline analyst, including at the AP, says that their trials will be overturned. They have to be or there's no First Amendment. People say, well, then why are you in bankruptcy? Because they had weaponized state judges start getting ready to sign orders to seize the infrastructure and close the building, and they said that that was their plan. And, and, and so we were out of money. It, was a, it is a real bankruptcy. But listeners then thought, oh, my God, you are going under. And that almost created what they wanted. Massive support was withdrawn six, eight months ago when the bankruptcies began. People really thought we were going to be closing. No, it's Chapter 11, Subchapter 5, which is a reorganization. So I want to just make that announcement to listeners again that this is all in 100% good faith to put my cards on the table and to try to come to some settlement issue with these people based on reality to close that chapter and move on so InfoWars can be more effective at getting truth out than ever. But if, if, if they don't go along with that, then it's all in the law that we will move forward with a settlement trust uh, so that any profits are put into a settlement trust in the future on the appeals that are three to four years, and almost every expert agrees they will lose. I don't want to talk about us personally anymore, but I get the questions all the time in text messages and on the street, and, and you know the crew asks me all the time. Any other points you want to add on that, Barnes? We'll go to calls, start the next hour, and get into all the other news. Uh, just that the key is the audience. The whole goal was to separate the audience. The same way that the Trump indictment is trying to separate Trump from his audience, from his base, from his supporters. The goal of the lawfare against Alex Jones and Infowars was all about stopping the audience from having its voice heard through Alex Jones, through Infowars, through sharing the links, through continuing to support it. That's what they explicitly said in the Connecticut press conference right after the Connecticut verdict. They they made an explicit and express call, please InfoWars store uh, supporters, stop supporting InfoWars. So the if you want to continue to get back at, at protecting the First Amendment and continue to support independent populist information that was ahead of the curve on almost everything, whether it was global war, whether it was the pandemic, whether it was Epstein, whether it was any of these scandals, whether it was the Biden family, whether it was Biden's bad health. There was a reason people forget that's why they kicked you off of Instagram. You exposed Biden's first one to expose Biden's serious health uh, problems, which now are a constant meme and source of comedy. The best way to do that is to continue to support InfoWars at InfoWarsStore.com. And I speak from personal lived experience. I've been a supporter for the better part of a decade. I continue to mostly because it's great products at a good at a great price. But I love supporting something that keeps free populist information on the air out to the American people. This is a perspective you don't get anywhere else if you want to keep it, if you want to keep the First Amendment, if you want to keep this voice on the air, continue to support InfoWarsStore.com. Find something you like that you need anyway at an affordable, accessible price and get back at the deep state because this is still the best public tool against the deep state that exists. That's the reason why it was such a target for the last half decade. I want to go to calls, but I took my parents out to dinner last night, and when I was leaving, uh, an older man came over and he said, listen, I'm a uh, you know, local bank executive, and he mentioned the bank's a pretty big Texas bank, and he said, I want to know how you knew a week and a half ago this was a plan for the central bank digital currencies and that they weren't going to extend lending to small and regional lending banks. How, how did you know that? Because he said, I saw the clips uh, on Twitter, and, and, and I wasn't sure if you were right. And then I saw Tucker the next week and I saw others. How did you know? And I just gave him like a one-minute summation. And I said, it's the globalist policy to consolidate power, vertically integrate. He goes, yeah, yeah. And I, and I said, and they want to 
prepare the way to consolidate power to prop themselves up as a form of quantitative easing to, to use new liquidity out of the Federal Reserve, but that's only given to the large mega banks to continue that policy of consolidation. And I knew that they did not prop up SVB when they could have done it for a couple million dollars. They said they let the contagion grow. So knowing their past policies, it was easy to call what they did. He said, well, yeah. He goes, I just saw two days ago, Yellen on Friday, uh, you know, admitted all this. I just want to know who are your sources. And I said, it's not sources, sir. I live this. I breathe this. I eat this. I sleep this. And that's why we're almost always right. It's not hard. Once you immerse yourself in the policy, you know it. It's why Barnes doesn't listen to me a lot. I listen to him some. He listens some. But he has basically the same views because he's historical. He's a lawyer. He's been around a while. Once you get the perspective of how it really works, it's the same process. It's the same organization, just something that it's expanding. And, and so that's my main message is, once people get how this works, then everything makes sense. If you don't know how politics really works and buy into the pop version of it, nothing ever makes sense. It's designed to confound you. It's a smokescreen. But what we are is like radar. You can have all the smoke you want, but radar sees right through it. And that's really why InfoWars is so valuable is we really get their plan. And I don't brag when I say it. It happened in front of my producer. One of the dozens of times they tried to hire me, but he, they, he did it on record. And so I can talk about it. The head of the Kissinger group tried to get me to go to New York, meet with Henry Kissinger and be bought off by them. Right at the same time, News Corp was trying to hire me and Roger Ailes and the rest of it. So it's not me up here bragging. I'm saying my analysis is so dead on that Henry Kissinger tried to hire me, folks. That's what I'm saying is this is real. Notice the whole world, they say, is like Alex Jones now. Oh, Russell Brand's Alex Jones. Joe Rogan's uh, Alex Jones. Tucker Carlson's Alex Jones. All these other people are, are Alex Jones now. Jimmy Dore's Alex Jones. No, they're not Alex Jones. They've taken the blinders off. They've switched the radar on. So no matter how much smokescreen there is, we can now see what the enemy's doing. Precisely. And and being accurate over and over and over again uh, at key and critical junctures has proven that. But it's also because, as you know, understanding the template, understanding what the pattern is, understanding what the methodologies are, understanding who the motives are, understanding what these participants are up to. And that's critical. And the audience has been leading that. The, 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 it was not a coincidence that the leader pro, leading protest against the lockdowns, leading protest against mask mandates, leading protest against the vaccines and its dangers and its inefficacies. We're waiting on a federal judge to make a ruling on that motion to dismiss that we held that InfoWars audience got an exclusive of right after the hearing when, when I was on as to that, that case and its critical essential nature. So all of those issues were issues the InfoWars audience was ahead of the curve on because they spend the time to study and understand what the issues are politically, what the template is, what the path is. And they understand the world and can foresee the world and can predict the world a lot better than the deep state types that are still making the fundamental mistake of believing the world looks like them. They think the world is all criminal. Well, that's right. The this is key. Is I know I was under investigation seven years ago and again five years ago by the FBI, you know, counter espionage groups and others. And I later had a chance to talk to and, and run into and meet with a few of these people. And they said, no, no, we know you have no foreign connections and no one advising you. We were just ordered to because no one believed you knew all this without some type of state sponsoring. And what I explained to these people is, you know the states listen to us. And I want to be clear, it's not Alex Jones. It's my guest. It's the callers. It's the, it's the journalist. It's this consortium of all we do is study this. 
So anybody that studied this 15 hours a day who doesn't have you know brain damage is going to figure it out. And the globalists are scared that as soon as their own people figure this out, most of them are compartmentalized, it's game over. Because this confusion is key for the system to maintain control of its own people who, with this knowledge, could easily overtake the system themselves. Completely. It's, what, it's what's in common between people like Trump, Orban, and Putin. Right. Like whatever people think of either Trump, Orban or Putin, what they all have in common is that they've seen through globalist lies and they know that they can take on globalists and win and succeed. And what the globalists have done is convince themselves that these people are like themselves, that they're cowards, that they're corrupt, that they're incapable. And the reality is that confession through projection is their biggest venal crime, because what it does is it subjects them to failure over and over again. We just have to make sure we're not part of the collateral damage when they blow things up, when they blow up the banking system with the global liquidity problems we're witnessing around the world, when they're when they're trying to trigger World War Three in Ukraine repeatedly and over and over again, when they're trying to find when they're trying to so overtly and openly politically weaponize our legal system to where people no longer have confidence or faith in it. When they do these things that could have the collateral damage of exploding the whole system, we have to make sure we're not the collateral damage and instead are in a position to take advantage of those situations to do what our mayor, our founding fathers did, which was use it as an opportunity to restore faith and trust in government. That's right. Our job is not running liberty. around setting bombs. It's, de- it's, 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 it's disarming bombs. Exactly. That's exactly right. And, that, and there's nobody that does that better than the InfoWars audience, and they do it better by continuing to support Infowars, keeping it on the air despite all the assaults and attacks, all the lies and all the libels, uh, by going to InfoWarsStore.com and finding things they support. So credit to the audience. Shout out Absolutely. to the Absolutely. And speaking been- of them, I know they've been holding and I apologize. We're going to talk to Robert Barnes in two minutes. We're coming right back with Patrick and others straight ahead. Back in two minutes with Robert Barnes. I'm going to twist his arm, get him to stay longer. We now have three new game-changing products that are in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And one of our best-selling products sold out for over a year that's now back in stock. Our prebiotic does need any introduction. Does such amazing things for your gut flora, your overall health. What it does is essential. Go read about it at InfoWarsStore.com. And now, the fourth toothpaste designed with my dad. The last two were big hits. This one is really special. It's turmeric concentrate with a bunch of other essential oils and so much more to take your mouth's health to the next level. We also have high-quality ashwagandha root for your libido, your stamina, your testosterone with black pepper extract to accelerate it as a pill. And we have ashwagandha root gummies as well. Very strong, very powerful. Now in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there, experience these great products and others, and fund the InfoWar. The only way we fail is not taking action. God bless you. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com and experience these powerful products for yourself. All right, folks, into hour number three with Robert Barnes. I'm your host, Alex Jones. Patrick in Massachusetts, thanks for holding. You're on the air. You've got your comments on Trump and protest that Maxine Waters is calling terrorist if you protest tyranny. Uh, go ahead, sir. Yeah, it was uh, Patrick Vincent Dietner, uh, former candidate for state rep in Mass. Uh, you know, it's obvious what's going on here is the January 6th narrative is blowing up in their face, and they're trying to manufacture another event like that. Um, but I do think it's interesting. Uh, there's a little criticism about how Trump uh, worded his call for protest. And I do understand that criticism, but, 
you know, it puts uh, MAGA in a really interesting position to now not take the bait and thus prove that Trump doesn't have some sort of cult-like control over his supporters. We can think for ourselves. We can assess the situation, organize peacefully. And, you know, if people do feel compelled to protest, I would argue maybe uh, go to your local church and organize a prayer rally, something like that. Leave the picket signs at home. Power of prayer will work just as well as some, you know, clever words on a sign. And let me add this. Then put your peaceful rally, whether it's at a courthouse or a capital or a church or wherever it is, or a party at your house with friends, praying for due process, praying for justice, praying to save our republic, shoot it live, stream it live, and millions of people protesting peacefully, all digitally magnifying it, will reach hundreds of millions of people. So many activists think, I'm going to go protest, but not put it out digitally. No, that's the most important part, Barnes. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. The way the model is, the model the InfoWars audience used against the lockdowns, which was a combination of in-person protest at the right locations, avoid certain Democratic areas, Democratic states, counties, and cities, do it in other places and other locations generally. Uh, so that's step one to avoid a January 6th entrapment plot. But secondly, the critical point, as you note, can be very loud. There's many ways to protest today, and you can protest digitally, you can protest physically, but as you know, record it and broadcast it everywhere. You know, Owen Schroyer's little Ukraine uh, thing this weekend, you know, went viral in a bunch of different places. People should not underrate or underestimate their ability to make a difference. There's a reason the FBI was spending time on small Twitter accounts. It's because small Twitter accounts can have a big impact because they're connected to local people that have real roots and authenticity and organic protest. So there's lots of ways to protest. People should definitely protest just protest smart and peaceful use the lockdown infowars model to do so and that is a combination of physical protest in the right location and digitally be very active in the social that's media. right let's be clear you go protest in new york the democrats have crazy antifa willing to dress up like a trump supporter and throw a firebomb at police and then say you're part of it because you're there still shouldn't be intimidated to go out just be aware be taping everything but exactly we bought the armored vehicle Four years ago for $300,000, it paid for itself the first few trips. We go to any Trump rally, get all the news attention, then put our key stories out against the New World Order, hijacking the whole Trump narrative and making him more anti-New World Order, more radical. And yeah, the left attacks us, so we have an armored vehicle. We mainly just get love, but we go to any event, we take over the narrative, whether it's a Beto event, whatever it is, with the armored vehicle, with the loudspeakers, it's a very simple, effective thing to do. And I think... County Republican Party groups should get an armored vehicle and, and, and use it. You take over any event peacefully, you're safe inside of it, and it, it's, it, 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 it's, it, it, it's what we need to do. Oh, exactly. And people should not underestimate their own voice. You know, I, I often say the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing people he did not exist. The greatest trick the system ever pulled is convincing you that you cannot resist. So people should not overreact to January 6th entrapment by saying, oh, now I should be silent. Now I should be mute. Now I shouldn't say anything in social media. Now I shouldn't uh, go to InfoWarsStore.com. Now I shouldn't support InfoWars. Now I shouldn't go out in public and protest. That would be a mistake. That would be a misread and misinterpretation. Avoid the evidence of entrapment locations and places. But that does not mean you cannot protest physically. That does not mean you cannot protest in the digital social media space. That doesn't mean you can find other ways of effective protest by supporting the networks that support you and support your message. Remember, it worked against the lockdowns. It worked against mask mandates. 
it has ultimately worked in many ways at limiting how many people took the vaccine. A bunch of people didn't give their kid the vaccine because ordinary people in this InfoWars audience shared enough information and links that prevented them from doing it. So don't underestimate your own voice. That's right, and use it or be a slave. We'll be back in 60 seconds with more phone calls. Baldy, you're up next. Stay with us. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. All right, into hour number three, taking your phone calls with Robert Barnes. But I want to just briefly hit on something he just said before the last segment ended. It is not myself that gets the credit, but you need to understand the credit you get, audience, so you realize how much power you have so that you realize you should do more of what you did. I know that's a very simple statement, but it's profound and true. This operation was the first to bring on expert guests and analysis that it was made in the lab and to predict what the shot would do with top scientists. We breached the wall because we were already censored off social media. Everybody else was scared to do it. We weren't. Barnes was right there with us as well with uh, other great researchers and lawyers like uh, Dr. Francis Boyle. We hit the barbed wire as the shock trips of truth. We've been totally vindicated. And... You listened to us, you did your own research, and you did protest all over the country three years ago. They were going to keep the lockdowns going indefinitely. They admit, and I, and I learned this from another prominent lawyer, it's been coming out soon, they're talking about filing a lawsuit over it, not on my behalf, but for whistleblowers, a whistleblower from one of the largest, most powerful, A-tier, A-plus tier, and I was asked not to say the name, but... When I say the most powerful, there's only three big global foundations that are the most powerful. Okay? One of them runs the CIA today publicly. But they have the documents from three years ago, two years ago, and six months ago. And I'm so honored by this, uh, even though it is scary. But I came looking, you know, to take these folks on. So you got to, when God gives you your answer, your prayers, you better be ready for them. But this major foundation is most concerned about InfoWars and how we take control of the narratives, and they've tracked back to this show literally stopping 90% of what they're doing and triggering everybody else for the chain reaction. So when I say that, folks, it's not Alex Jones that's saying we're the most effective. It's one of the three largest, most powerful foundations in the world that basically created the New World Order. Now, I'm going a little too far there. I promise I wouldn't say who, but that's a pretty obvious guess. Created physically where the New World Order is. Okay, now I'm giving it away. The point is, I, I most people are like, well, that's really frightening, but I mean, I asked for it. It's actually very exciting that, that literally very soon this is going to be coming out because the folks that told me this have brought forward a, some of the biggest whistleblowers. Um, well, I mean, they kind of gave it away. It was a lawyer on the air few weeks ago, and he said, hey, a big group's after you, and off-air I asked who, and he gave me details. But, but the point is, that's when you know you've got real success, you're over the t- target, Barnes, to have one of the big three foundations, and it's Rockefeller Foundation, Carnegie Endowment, and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. But, but really, the most powerful is Carnegie and Rockefeller, and below that's Gates. It's really a subgroup of those two. To have one of those top three say that I'm the number one enemy, or this show is, is I think the greatest reward of my life so far. What do you think of that? 
Oh, I, I think uh, no doubt. And it's a credit to the audience. Their audience is continuing support of InfoWars. The audience continuing em uh, embrace and sharing of the message. They're doing their own research. This is why the FBI, as has now been publicly confirmed by the Twitter files release, was following Twitter accounts with as little as 50 followers, that like 500 people would read the tweet. Why? Because they were trying to track the original source of a range of information that took over large parts of the public narrative that changed the position of key position of decision makers even because of it. And they're like, how did our how did we fail where we had previously succeeded? And they're trying to figure that out. The pandemic's supposed to lead to, to long-term lockdowns. Pandemic's supposed to lead to central bank digital currencies and, mo and modern monetary theory on a, on a con quick and consistent basis. It was supposed to lead to the, the destruction of their political opposition. It was supposed to do to a bunch of things that it didn't achieve that, in fact, backfired. Vaccine strategy backfired. More than 90% of parents are not vaccinating using COVID-19 vaccines. Well, that's exactly, that's exactly what the foundation document said is they lead it back here. So it's not me. It's the audience. It's the guests. But this is the main breach point in their operation, folks. This is the place to continue to support because literally the enemy recognizes that. And I think we all have to recognize that a prophet's not known in his own land. I'm not saying I'm the prophet. I'm saying this operation is seen by the enemy as their number one enemy. All right, let's go ahead and take a call. Baldy in Florida, you're on the air with Robert Barnes. Thank you for the beautiful segue. Um, so uh, first, first, I just want to address one, one thing quick. Uh, Dr. Francis Boyle um, sat behind Kissinger's desk at Harvard and was groomed, but just like DeSantis, that does not disqualify him from being a patriot. We need to judge people what they do on the field and what they do in the arena. Um, when I first started listening to you, I heard you on Coast to Coast. And I would click on your site and click off real fast because I was scared. But then I figured, you know what? I'm already on that list. So why not get to the top, top, tippy top of the list? And that's what I've been doing ever since. Thank you for the motivation my whole life. You know, I know it's been a, a scam, a, 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 a crooked game. But it, but you really, you, you're in a John the Baptist of patriots because you baptize more patriots in this battle against the new world order than anybody. Two quick solutions. Um, one, if anyone listening to this has money or knows anyone that has money, one of the six uh, big banks, take it out now, put it into uh, one of your local savings and loan, a credit union. That that would do uh, irre irreversible damage against this. Uh, I don't mean to interrupt uh, you, Baldy, but that's a great idea. What if we have a run on big, big banks and put it in little banks, Barnes? Well, I think it's also another mechanism of protest. I mean, I mean, look at how the French protest. So, like, if people want the both want to have more stable, reliable savings, it's always advisable not to have too much money in any Fed Fed bank. Period. Definitely not any of the big connected Fed banks to the Federal Reserve. That's just politically wise in any circumstance. Uh, and it's always good to have some cash, some diamonds, some thing, whatever you can. To have tangible, to have some you know land and farm and water access. The you know, there's a range of storable foods you can get at InfoWarsStore.com. It's always smart to have that backup plan and available because you want the plan and not need it rather than need the plan and not have it. So that's always sound and sage. And as to the uh, callers' uh, notice about DeSantis, 
That's what the deep state concluded. They concluded he was not a reliable ally after he went AWOL against the World Economic Forum during the, the pandemic and you know came out ultimately even against the vaccine. And that's why they're trying to trick him into running against Trump. No, they I totally to agree with what Baldy said and what you just said. We don't judge people about where they came from. Saul of Tarsus was the number one persecutor of, for the Sanhedrin against Christians, and he literally became the Christians' greatest defender. And so sometimes, in fact, a lot of the time, God takes evil people who are not totally turned over. It's like Darth Vader at the end kills Palpatine. And, and we have to, when somebody goes our way, whether it's Musk or anybody, we got to give them a chance. Thank you, Baldy. Great points. Let's go to Trucking Tim in Ohio. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Alex. Love you, brother. Love all the crew. Love all the audience. Two points. One, if you're on the fence about the uh, products, you're only doing yourself a disservice because it'll turn your life 180 degrees around, and uh, you'll never look back. Two, uh, he was talking about smoke screens. This whole Trump thing, what are they really doing that uh, we're being distracted from this Trump? And one more thing, if I could, I found somebody that made quite a great point about the 15-minute cities and all the people that you know, build the cities and keep them running, which is us. We all band together and refuse to build them, refuse to, and call out all the companies supporting them and everything else. They ain't got to like to stand on with these cities, you know? No, They're I totally agree. And, and, and people work. are protesting by the hundreds of thousands in the UK and Europe against them and in Canada. I don't know why we're not seeing more protests here. Great point. Anything else, Trucker? There's a, there's a guy that's, started a website it's not up yet but it's called blue collar boycott that will do just that call out the company supporting cities call out the people and uh basically tell them to go screw themselves we're not building your city exactly we should not participate in these anti-human cities great point barnes will come back with more calls on the other side hit some other news but just in 40 seconds what do you make of the open rollout of 15 minute cities yeah, I mean, what they did is they took a concept that was a popular you know, popular urban planning concept to make things accessible and convert it and distorted it into a de facto prison. So it's extraordinary how they take good ideas, convert them and contort them into terrible ideas, and then we get what the approach is now, which is to take something that's supposed to make things more accessible and available to you and actually make it less accessible and less available to you. That's why you have to be careful whenever they promise something for safety or convenience. Chances are you get neither. You just get the deprivation of liberty. Sean, you're up next when we come back. Stay with us. Robert Barnes is live. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. 
If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at soupbeansurvival.com. That's soupbeansurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. phone calls. Barnes is going to leave us in 10 minutes. I'll continue with all the other callers that are on hold. We'll get to every single one of you before this hour ends. We're about to go to Sean and others. But I was scheduled to go to Dallas uh, tomorrow night and co-host with Crowder on his official kickoff of his new show. Uh, But uh, he called me this weekend and said, you know, we're going to launch a day early. We're going to launch tomorrow on Tuesday. And we'd like you to co-host the first two shows. You can host your show from there. Because I come on right after he does. He goes off at... uh, 11 a.m. I, I go live at 11 a.m. So I'm going to be hosting the whole show uh, tomorrow and Wednesday with Crowder. He's on a live for the show, so I, I want to go up and support him uh, in doing that. And he also has said we're the biggest draw to his show, so we're happy to uh, work with him on that. Uh, but just in case I need a break, because I'm going to be on 8.30 in the morning, basically commercial-free until 11, I'll be a little cross-eyed after that. Uh, and Barnes is a heavy hitter. He's going to be hosting Wednesday, the first hour. And then I will come in. After that, Barnes, you had one more point you were making during the break, and I said, please make that about Trump. And before we go to calls, you were tying it into David Letterman. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, this has happened before in New York where someone has been the victim of extortion. David Letterman had illicit relationships with a bunch of his staff, and somebody extorted him. He ultimately went public about it and, and paid, but paid hush money during the process. They didn't accuse him of a crime by paying hush money. Instead, they accused the people trying to extort him of, of committing the crime. And it's important to note in this context, this is uh, who who her lawyer has been throughout large parts of this process. Michael Avenatti, what is he in federal prison for? Extortion. So has it when, when he tried to do this to Nike in New York, they prosecuted Avenatti. Why haven't they prosecuted Stormy Daniels' lawyers that were part of this extortion scheme rather than prosecute Trump? That's what shows what an embarrassment this whole prosecution is. Trump did nothing wrong, wasn't a crime, wasn't a campaign finance violation, didn't meet state criminal standards anyway, but the criminal were the people on behalf of Stormy Daniels extorting Trump, not Trump. Incredible. Let's talk to Sean in New Jersey. Thanks for holding. Sean, you're on the air. How's it going today, my brothers in Christ? How are we on this blessed day? Man, we're fighting hard for the future of humanity. Amen. So my, my question is for Mr. Barnes. 
Um, under the First Amendment, we're permitted our right to address the government for grievances. So, hi, sweetheart. So my daughter came out to see me. It's okay. Go ahead. So, is, isn't there a way that we can sign a petition with at a minimum 60% of the population and do so with like legitimately drive two proofs of ID, having it notarized because they, they don't seem to listen to what we have to say. So if we do a petition with more than 60% of the population and done so legally, two forms of ID notarized to recall these traders. Yeah, let's there talk about that. A- we see a lot of recalls at the state level that have been effective. Like it's like Governor Davis of California. What about federal recalls with the petition? Because it's in the First Amendment that we should petition, uh, but we don't see a lot of that, Barnes. Yeah, there's not enough of it. So you, you're uh, the uh, audience, uh, the speaker, the telephone caller is absolutely correct. The right to petition for redress of grievances is completely constitutionally protected. Goes all the way back to the principle that Martin Luther and Wittenberg. Uh, now his daughter might have heard petition for redress of grievances and had her own petition. But the nature of the uh, absolutely filing petitions is absolutely a great idea. I always support petitions, uh, whether it's online or in person or or physically, however it's done. It's it's much more effective than people realize or people recognize. So the petitioning for re, I mean, calling into your congressman, your state legislator, all these things make more impact than people expect because it's so rarely happened. They rarely get major petitions. They rarely get tons of calls at Congress. They they don't get them even at the local That's level. That's right. So and, and a lot of us have been politically active, so I'm not beating up the audience. But the general public, they've been asleep. So really, at the end of the day, it's our fault that this is basically unfolded. Uh, it's like in V for Vendetta. He said, you know, we're, we're all to blame here. There are those that are more guilty, and they will be held accountable. But if you want to know who really did it, you only need look in the mirror. Andrew in New York on the Trump indictment. What's your view? Stormy, Avenatti, Cohen, they all proven in court to be lying about this. I mean, Melania is a lot better looking than, than Stormy anyways. And, I mean, it's obviously lawfare. Like, you guys obviously know about how ridiculous and insane the lawfare has gotten. No, I agree. So so what do you think is going to happen tomorrow? Well, I, I think that there's been some infighting within the Southern District of New York. So I'm not sure if they're going to indict him or not, but it's definitely not going to go anywhere because the higher courts would definitely reverse it. Well, you have the Southern District that's federal, and it's declined. Um, but then you have this Soros DA uh, who I don't think is being set up, doesn't know he's being set up for a fall. I mean, no one else will do this, but he's been chosen to do it. Appreciate your call. Barnes, I, I mean, I kind of see they're well, making this idiot DA walk the plank. Well, not only that, these people believe two things. One, if he's loyal to Soros in the deep state, he knows he's going to get rewarded no matter what over time. So it, it's like, you know, why is the German foreign minister saying she doesn't care what the German public thinks and how much economic pain they go through? She's going to go through with Brussels' agenda of economic war against Russia regardless. And, and, and by the way, Macron- she said it like that. Why would you make an arrogant supervillain comment like that in public, even if you were a bad person? Again, why do they love to rub it in, Barnes? Because she's auditioning for future work in the globalist empire. She knows that even if she's no longer an elected official, she's guaranteed a future career path 
with the European Union, with the United Nations, with the George Soros Open Society Foundation, with either Carnegie or Rockefeller or Gates Foundation. She knows she has an income guaranteed for life. And that's the same reason, like, why is Macron blowing? He's at like 15 percent approval, suddenly decides to cut the equivalent of French Social Security, does so without French parliament approval, knowing that it's going to lead to him likely being ousted in a few months. Because he's proving his loyalty to the globalist bankers. That's right. Again, remember, this is a guy who is literally a Rothschild banker. That's where he came from. And and, and let's go further and back you up. The minister in the Netherlands over farming who said we're going to shut down a third of the farms this year, 90% by 2030 for the earth, is totally unpopular, gets removed, and then made the head of the UN program worldwide over farming. So people always criticize Israel, and I don't hate Israel, but but I do do not like the fact that Israelis come here and commit crimes, dual citizens run back there. Well, if you're worried about people running back to Israel, what about people worldwide running to the UN, the IMF, the World Bank? Because that's really the real power. They commit all these crimes, rape us, and then they get teleported up with diplomatic immunity to this whole system. Exactly. And then usually there's extortion and blackmail on these people, like the prosecutor at the International Criminal Court bringing the bogus arrest warrant against Putin. His brother is a convicted uh, pedophile connected to pedophilia rings. So, you know, they also often have blackmail on all these people, too. So the, it's by the way, Bar- uh, uh, by the way, I actually hit your Skype button to cut you off for a minute. I know you got to go, Barnes, but do five more minutes because I want to talk about the Putin sure. uh, indictment by the U.N. And I almost forgot I wanted to cover this when you first came on. Big developments in the Jeffrey Epstein case. So thank you. We'll come right back with what you were just saying. And then I'm over here cutting off what you said on accident. People are like, they're cutting the audio. Yeah, it's my fat fingers over here hitting the wrong button. Uh, Okay, Robert Barnes, stay right there. We'll come right back and talk about this and then go right back to all the calls. Michael, Tim, Spring, Mike, Kenny, Mark. Right now, I'm not talking to the viewers and listeners that have gone to InfoWarsStore.com and gotten the great products that enrich your life, that empower your immune system and your body and keep us on air. I am humbly, hat in hand, talking to the viewers and listeners that have tuned in, many of you for years, and never gone to InfoWarsTour.com. We know the vast, 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 vast majority of you never actually go to InfoWarsTour.com and never experience these great products and never find the operation. Sure, you share a link, you share an article, you tell folks about the show, that's great, and I thank you. But we need funds to operate, plus we've got really great products that do amazing things for people like our CBD oil and our Fizzy Magnesium and our Sleep Aid and our Nitric Oxide and our Real Red Pill Plus. All of these are really great products that keep us on air, plus you're missing out on having these products. So get off the bench, get in the game, step to the plate, and go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and get these great InfoWars products at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. Well, I always like doing my broadcast, but I really love it when Robert Barnes is on with us. He'll leave us here in a few minutes. There's so much breaking news, a lot of it good. We're going to be uh, hitting here, but he got cut off by the break talking about the U.N. prosecutor that's gone after Putin. Even John Bolton has come out and said this isn't good, of all people. 
Is the UN going to have the power to arrest whoever they want? Where they don't even have due process? So you were getting into the prosecutor having uh, skeletons in his closet, Robert. Yeah, with a lot of these, when people try to understand why does somebody like the Soros DA do something that could backfire on him politically? Why do some people commit political suicide? Why do they elevate the interest of globalists and explicitly say they're doing so at the expense of their own domestic political careers? Whether it's Macron in France, Boris Johnson in the UK, uh, or that Norwe- or that German finance minister, or several other governments that have collapsed, including the Italian prime minister and a half dozen others uh, in the European nation since the launch of the economic war of the globalist war against Russia has failed. Uh, it's because often they have compromise on them. Again, it's an example of confession through projection. Look at what they're accusing Trump of. It's what they're guilty they're of. They're literally political kamikazes because they were put in there as globalist agents to carry out a mission. There was never a debate on whether they were going to betray. They had nothing but disdain for the constituency. Exactly. And they often have uh, complicity, and, they, and there's usually a Hoover-style blackmail file on these people. So the prosecutor that well, take Macron, he was a 14 year old, as you said, uh, sex operative. Exactly. And so you, the prosecutor who's led the effort at the International Criminal Court, which the United States is not part of, India is not part of, China is not part of, Russia has now rejected. But so you know, its legal authority isn't is non-existent because it's become so politically weaponized. But who is this prosecutor that's bringing this uh, case against Putin? He's someone who has family ties to a pedophile ring. So it's not a coincidence that there's a reason why Jeffrey Epstein existed. There's a reason why his list, his real client list, not his phone list, is still secret and hidden. It's because of what's being exposed in the U.S. Virgin Islands lawsuit against Chase Bank, which was that high-ranking Chase bankers are implicated. The Mossad is implicated. MI6 is implicated. It goes back to why Ghislaine Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell's father's Robert Maxwell. Robert Maxwell was an intel operative connected to the KGB, the Mossad, the Stasi, and the MI6. And he mysteriously, you know, fell off a boat uh, when he they thought his scandals would blow up. So it relates back at what is Epstein. Epstein is part of this broader operation that they have compromised on all these people. The one person they didn't have compromise on is Donald Trump. That's why they have had made-up cases against him. But a lot of these other people, they've compromised. Well, that was my point about the lawsuit in the Virgin Islands. Here it is right here. Uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, CNBC, can be sued by Virgin Islands over Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking claims. Uh, That just broke today. Uh, Also, we have another federal uh, judge uh, saying that these lawsuits on people that confirmed by the Twitter files that they were censored by Biden uh, can go forward. Uh, Biden White House accused of silencing opposition views on opposition enterprise. Now the judge just ruled that can go forward. Well, let's talk about the J.P. Morgan situation. That's big. Oh, completely. I mean, J.P. Morgan was neck deep in this. I mean, the other reason they want to centralize banking controls is that they want to have centralized control over money laundering. That all of these banks, I mean, you have Credit Suisse went under. And who got them? UBS. Who's the biggest global money launderer in the last 25 years? UBS. And UBS, of course, not alone. HSBC was one of the big ones. We remember the stories that broke about BCCI, which showed this is how the model operates. This is the template. This is the pattern. Well, J.P. Morgan Chase, properly named for the guy who helped found the Fed at Jekyll Island in, in the early 1900s, uh, with the formation and the planning of it, being uh, John Pier- uh, uh, Piermont Morgan himself, being the lead orchestrator and organizer of it. Well, they were the main bank facilitating all the activities of Epstein, but it went beyond that. 
The texts and emails show the high-ranking bank, bank executives making Snow White-type jokes. And you don't have to be a genius to know what that's in reference to. So this was knowing complicity and culpability. And here you have to wonder, what were some of the compromised lawyers doing that were supposedly representing Epstein victims? People like David Bowie's, other people. Why didn't they ever sue? Not only did they never sue Clinton, never sue Gore, even though there were ties to both of them in Epstein, never sued George Stephanopoulos or anybody else tied to Epstein, never sued Bill Gates. No, he was tied to Epstein. Instead, they tried to take out Dershowitz based on what we now know were bogus claims against Dershowitz. But why did they never try to take out J.P. Morgan Chase? Why did they never sue him? Why, why did they? Because they know they know going after somebody who was innocent like Dershowitz, and he was, folks, would be a dead end. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. I mean, their, their goal was use the Epstein case to defame Dershowitz while protecting the real criminals and culprits behind the Epstein empire. That's what the Southern District of New York was about. It was it was about containing the Epstein case. Indict him. He uh, suicides himself. He Clintons himself, like that recent person somehow did on a plane. I mean, how does somebody? I mean, it's amazing. The Clinton death curse has got to be the worst death curse in the history of. Yeah, Maine. when I saw a Clinton, like, with- Clinton official top lawyer dies in plane, I thought it was a crash. Then I read everybody else is fine. She broke her neck. She's dead on the plane. I was thinking of Ron Brown, the Treasury Secretary or the Commerce Secretary. So, so in, in in closing here, pulling back the weaponization hearings, destroying them, all their criminality. Uh, Redfield coming out two weeks ago saying Fauci lied. I knew it was man-made. Uh, we released the worst plague ever. Uh, on every front, Jan six, all the truth coming out. On every front, everything the deep state's done is blowing up in their face. How would you quantify why that's happening? So, I mean, it's critical there's continued to be pushback on behalf of the populist side of the equation. J.D. Vance has has done some great work on this, pushing back against what's happening in in East Palestine, Ohio, pushing back against the Iraq war recently, reminding everybody what a disaster and debacle that was, uh, so that the the populist voice continues to be heard because places like Infowars exist and the Infowars audience exists and the Infowars audience won't go away no matter how much lawfare is waged against them. That's part of the reason why the people should not underestimate their ordinary voice their Paul Revere effect on the American court of public opinion. It keeps showing up and keeps pushing back and keeps resisting these globalist agendas and globalist plans that continue to fall apart and fail when they're exposed to the public scrutiny and public truth. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you this in closing and you got to go or come back and take calls. You got to leave. And this isn't me kissing your ass. It's celebrating success. You've been around. I know who you were, you know, way back uh, 20 years ago with the whole Wesley Snipes case. And you know, we, we, we've been having you on for many years. You've always been popular. But I look at you and Viva Fry, your co-host. He's being retweeted daily by Elon Musk. Uh, you guys are now not reaching hundreds of thousands a day. You're reaching millions a day. Your show's exploded. And it's not like you came along later like, uh, you know, so many other people, which is fine with me, uh, like the, you know, folks that are out there. Uh, like Russell Brandt people, which is great. We're not mad they're adopting the truth now. We expect that. We don't territorialize it. We love it. But, you know, you've been awake the whole time. But just the manifestation of that victory is huge, and it shows we're winning. And I use the example to listeners every day. I go out in public all the time. Zero hate now. Okay, I used to get 95% love, but a lot of hate, okay? No hate. I mean, I, maybe I'm jinxing myself. I'll get some hate soon, but no hate for like four or five months, 
I mean, no hate, nothing but love. So it shows that there's a critical awakening. How do people find your show? How do people find Robert Barnes? How do they find Viva Fry? Sure. So, yeah, people can go to uh, one location that has all the content, including exclusive content, hush-hush videos, and alternative theories about what's happened in the past, uh, predicted what was happening with January 6th, right after January 6th. You can go to vivabarneslaw.locals.com. And there you can – and it's also a great community, great curational tool. We get 500 posts a day for a bunch of people. The audience is is much like the Infowars audience. The power of vivabarneslaw.locals.com is the audience. Ordinary people who care about the country, who are helping to change the country in ways they don't even fully understand or appreciate yet, but their children and their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren will be the great recipients and beneficiaries of. And that was my point talking about your success is Listeners are out there. They're independent. They're not connected to all this in a in a in a in a, in a massive way, but an individual way. They need to know we're winning together, but we haven't won the war yet. But we're winning major battles. Robert Barnes, thank you so much. Glad to be here. I'm gonna go right back to your calls when we come back. Stay with us. We now have three new game-changing products that are in stock at InfoWarsStore.com, and one of our best-selling products sold out for over a year. That's now back in stock. Our prebiotic doesn't need any introduction. There's such amazing things for your gut flora, your overall health. What it does is essential. Go read about it at InfoWarsTour.com. And now, the fourth toothpaste designed by my dad. The last two were big hits. This one is really special. It's turmeric concentrate with a bunch of other essential oils and so much more to take your mouth's health to the next level. We also have high-quality ashwagandha root for your libido, your stamina, your testosterone with black pepper extract to accelerate it as a pill. And we have ashwagandha root gummies as well. Very strong, very powerful. Now in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. Go there, experience these great products and others, and fund the InfoWar. The only way we fail is not taking action. God bless you. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com and experience these powerful products for yourself. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarsStore.com you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Well, you were sleeping. They came and took it all away. They came and took it all away. The names and the meadows. The places where you used to play. It was an inside job. It was an inside job. The way it always is.
Michael in D.C., thanks for calling. Go ahead. You're on the air. Alex, thank you for taking my call. This is Michael Graves. I've been on your program a couple of times. I was in a D.C. courtroom this morning testifying the defense of the Proud Boys of January. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're the Misfits singer. I am. Yes, hey, buddy. I, am. I love you, man. How you doing? I'm good, Alex. I'm good. Listen, I, I want to tell everybody... These prosecutors and all the things that support them, they don't care about the truth. They know that if, even if they know the truth, they don't care about the truth. And they are willing to do anything to get their prosecutions in place. They don't care if you're a priest, a pastor. They don't care if you're in the military. They will come for all of us. The truth is, is, is a byproduct of what they're after. They don't care. By the way, the brother, you hadn't been on my show in a while. You've been on the others. I wanted a month ago. I said, Hey, we ought to get him on. I knew you were following and covering the trial. I, we should get you on as a guest this week. Just to talk about what you've witnessed. Alex, anytime, a- a- anytime. So in a nutshell, uh, tell us want... what you're witnessing. And then when we put you on hold, we'll set you up as a guest this week, but go ahead. I'm, I'm witnessing what everybody else sees. I mean, in the courtroom, the prosecutors are 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 mealy-eyed, you know, weasel-looking jerks that are just attacking everybody. Uh, they're visiting. They're going to see uh, the different defendants. There, I heard about uh, them showing up at defendants' uh, ha- uh, houses and intimidating people. Oh, I mean, the uh, judge the said we got the documents that the feds ran the attack and they had informants said they were not doing anything violent and, and they gave them all the secret files on accident for the first time in modern history that we ever heard of, a judge said they're allowed to destroy evidence. I mean, that came out two weeks ago. Everybody that has eyes to see and ears to hear know what the truth is and what's happening. I think this Trump indictment, aside of the legal things that are going on, is also a provocation. They're trying to provoke us into violence, or they're trying to provoke us to gather together so that they can instigate and agitate and provoke violence to then prosecute us, to continue to, to get us move people like me, obviously people like you and Owen, and everybody else off the chessboard. They're trying to intimidate us. Your first caller, Rob, his solutions were incredible, where we can have prayer vigils, or these protests where we're being smart. Paul Joseph Watson had a um, uh, put up on Truth Social a, a poll and polling people whether they believe that this is another January 6th setup. And 85% of the people that responded to that poll said yes. So we know what they're trying to do, and we cannot walk through that door and have it again because it doesn't matter. The judges don't care, and the prosecutors don't care. They're just trying to to get us all. It's a total criminal. It's a total criminal commitment. And we we see it. We we see it with you, and we see it with Roger Stone and so many others. The process is 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 the punishment. The process is the punishment. So for people like me and Joe Biggs and all these other people that are trying to defend themselves that don't have them in a, in a lot of the cases the means to defend themselves 
they're 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 rolling the bus over them, and they're in trying to intimidate us all into just staying in our yeah. houses and 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 quarrying in, in a corner. So you're there. You're you're there covering the trial, and you're witnessing all this. I, I'm actually on my way home to to see my family. I, I've been out for for a couple of weeks now. My birthday is tomorrow, so I'm going to go home and, and and be with my family. But you're you're saying you've never even heard of anything like what you're witnessing? I no no I, I've 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 never I've never I've never experienced anything like this in in my life. What do you make of this so-called Trump judge? I guess. I think that he's obviously part of the problem. Uh, he's part of the problem because he's not allowing evidence that should be put up and the jury that should see and hear this evidence, this exculpatory evidence, that they should see it. And another thing about the jury, uh, Alex, if I, was, if I was a defendant and I was looking at that jury, I wouldn't have high hopes of, my, uh, of, of having these people judge me it's not a jury of of their peers. Well, look, no, no, if they'll rig, if they'll rig everything, they'll rig anything. Okay, so if they'll rig anything, they'll rig everything. I mean, th- th- we we know this. Hey, come on the show soon whenever you want to. I really appreciate you calling in, brother. Great work. Thanks, Alex. The quintessential punk band is the Misfits, and all three other singers have been amazing. And it's all not for children to listen to, but it's it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good to say the least. Started with Evil Elvis and just moved on from there. Well, let's go to Tim in Seattle. You're on the air. Thanks for holding. Hey, Alex. How's it going? What an amazing show. Um, I'm the guy in Seattle that's been bullhorning the Gates Foundation. You had me on your show last year. Yes, I did. I just want to, yeah, I just want to encourage everybody to not live in fear. We must live in freedom. It's, it's important that we do that. So uh, as far as the reaction to what Trump's uh, call for protest and everybody, even if they're doing that and, and Trump might yeah, not be Even though they're going to try to provide a turret, we're watching this time. We know what to look for. I agree. We shouldn't have our free, our, our, our free speech chilled. No, we shouldn't. We should have, like I said earlier on, on uh, Harrison's show, we should have been protesting the entire time. And in honor of the Proud Boys and the Patriots locked up, I made a decision to never stop. So it's it's important, and I'm curious because you were saying that that foundation, that mystery foundation, are they are they afraid of your show because I'm out there in their parking lot and their driveway bullhorning your broadcast live? Well, I'll, that's I'll, what I'll, I do. I'll, I'll, I'll cut it from three <laughs> foundations to two. No, it's not the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. It's the Rockefeller okay. Foundation, or it's the Carnegie Foundation, which is the same thing. But I mean, it's the same thing. Bill Bill Gates is their minion. Yeah, Bill Gates is a minion. I mean, but he's got no power over me because I'm not fearing what he can do to me. I'm fearing what I can do to the future if I don't act. I mean, this brother, is keep it up. I mean, I'll give you an mind. example. Two years ago, they attacked Joe Rogan for having me on, and said Jones made it up that Bill Gates said eighty percent of people taking the shot are getting sick in their in their study. Joe just played the clip of him on CBS News admitting it. That got last time I checked ten million views. It had over a million comments, and literally you could read for two hours the comments on Instagram. Uh, thank you, Tim. You you could read the comments for two hours and not find one pro Bill Gates comment. So now he's on a world tour. What a great guy he is, and all this crap. And I meant to hit that yesterday. I barely covered it. 
that guy's pulling from the Sunday stack, so tomorrow I can cover it. Out of uh, Stephen Crowder Studios. I'm co-hosting with him. I'm going to host my show from his studios tomorrow. ABC News admits more polio caused by Bill Gates' vaccine again. I mean, you just can't make that up. We'll go to break. Spring and others, we're going to come right back to you. But I'm going to say this again. InfoWars is operating in the absolute edge of black. And God just keeps us there, right on the edge of black, right on the edge of red. And if I don't admit that to you and if I don't beg you, then it's my fault we go under. So we've got great products you need, and we really need your support. That's why they have articles every day saying Alex Jones has hundreds of millions of dollars. Alex Jones, none of it's true, folks. On my children, may I be struck by, by lightning if I've got a million dollars cash or, or, if, or if we're not in trouble and I'm lying. I don't like to tempt God, but in front of everybody, I swear to you on my children that everything I've said here has been consciously true. Doesn't mean I don't make mistakes sometimes, but when it comes to finances, I can tell you we are out of money. We're just paying the bills. We need support. I need you to decide to keep us on air and go to InfoWorldTour.com and get the best CBD oil. Get incredible other products like our bone broth and like our prebiotic that's back in stock at Fizzy Magnesium and Vaso Beats and Ultra 12 and so much more. The Nitric Boost, it's so good for your heart and your cardiovascular system. InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. 888-253-3139. And we've got the great ashwagandha gummies and pills, super formula, beyond ashwagandha, InfoWarsStore.com. The fight against the New World Order is now the top story in the world. The globalists are in deep trouble, but they're striking back with all their deep state operatives to shut down InfoWars and other truth tellers like James O'Keefe and Tucker Carlson and countless others. So please pray for us now more than ever. Spread the word about the broadcast and get great products to keep us on air and fund our operation while at the same time enriching your life. Now, we've got three new products available at InfoWarsStore.com and a bestseller back in stock. We have the amazing Dr. Jones Naturals turmeric toothpaste and so much more. Find out more at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the ashwagandha root pills with black powder extract to accelerate your libido, stamina, testosterone. And we have pure ashwagandha gummies at InfoWarsStore.com as well. These are all the highest quality products. The prebiotic is now finally back in stock. They're all there at InfoWarsStore.com, so please take action now. Enrich your life, empower your body, and keep us on air. Please take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. 